It is 1899, the turn of the 20th century. 23 years after the extraordinary British scientist Phileas Fogg went around the world in 80 days, he now seeks to better his own feet, to travel to any seven destinations on the planet, no matter how far within the year. Fogg will then justifiably become the head of the Royal Academy of Science. There's just one small problem. Phileas Fogg is a cad, a philanderer, a murderer, and a monster. Only a small group of dashing heroes know the truth, and only they can stop him in an adventurous race around the world. Sugar-Fueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, presents The World's Most Wondrous Year, a Savage World's Pulp Adventure. Episode 46 When one deals in time travel, nothing is ever quite as simple as it seems. The strange expedition have had some unseen aid throughout the entire race. And when Dr. Anthony Moreau receives a letter from his future self, he knows it's time to assemble a team to foil Fogg in Dr. Moreau's excellent adventure through time and space. Dr. Moreau's excellent adventure through time and space. of space um, <laughs> with what looks like a translucent plastic bubble over it. Uh, Dr. Moreau, you have found this this place, the void, a while ago. It is in the year sort of 9,999 um, 9999999 <laughs> um, yes. well, I, I tried to make the doll go one step further, but it started screaming. <laughs> long after everything that ever mattered has ceased to exist kind of thing. And th- this is effectively... You, you found this rock out here where Earth is supposed to be. Um, and this is what you use as, as your sitting place, because um, if you recall the rules of time travel, if you travel to a specific point in time, you can never go there again because you're already there. Even if you go to a different place, you are still there in that time period. So when you need to... Um, do stuff that isn't time related instead of wasting your time somewhere in history you waste it here because you figure you're never going to have to come back to this point again to accomplish anything if you need to you'll be fucked because you've spent a lot of time here. <laughs> um, and effectively it is your thinking rock <laughs> what has happened at this point is that you've, you've had the prologue which we had um, at the end of last week where he got the letter and read it mm-hmm. um, Dr. Moreau mm-hmm. has then gone around at the various time periods and collected all the assorted people. So we're not going to be running through that because it would be tedious and dull and we already know where it's going, basically. So you are sitting round, basically. What is here is an absolutely barren rock, plastic dome over it. The time sled looks exactly like 
H.G. Wells' Time Machine from Lois and the Adventures of Lois and Clark. It's a giant <laughs> steampunk sled with like steam coming off it and giant levers and whirly bits and that's all. Giant clock at the back. Yeah, giant clock at the back. That's I, I think we all need to ask ourselves, and I have watched the show and I still don't know why H.G. Wells was in Lois and Clark. Yeah, uh, I imagine. If anyone wants a picture, I'm sure if Susan, I'm sure Susan right? can probably find it off her phone. Well, the time machine. Music. <laughs> Time Machine, The Adventures of Lois and Clark. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. No. Okay. I'm not touching your funny ass product. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't use phones that have the internet. Time Machine, Lois and Clark. Time Machine, Adventures I'm, of Lois I'm imagining the one from the horror movie, The Time Machine. <laughs> In any case, um, you have all basically been bought here from whatever respective time period you were stolen from. <laughs> Okay. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't auto tilt. It doesn't auto tilt. Yeah, just give me a sec. I'll auto tilt it. Well, manual tilt it. Or we can just, or you could just pass the phone around. You should be able to tilt it now. You gotta wait for. <laughs> Give me a sec. Give me a sec. <laughs> Maybe tilt it forward. Yeah. Just, just pass the phone. <laughs> There's a, if it was an extremely relevant point, yeah. I'd um, I'd, I'd have that's so awesome. <laughs> and chimber, it really is a sled. It's, it's more or less that it's big enough for everyone to kind of hang on. Uh, you don't want to let go. Terrible, Do they have terrible flowers on that? Probably. Probably. There flowers in the middle there. Uh, Why not? It certainly looks like Doctor Moreau's time machine does not have flowers. It's just more or less like that. <laughs> well. <laughs> There's no cosmic track mill. No, it's not a cosmic track. That's flash. So, essentially, we've already fast-forwarded through the the duller bits. Dr. Moreau has brought everyone here from your time period. He has explained what's going on. Uh, because I read the character sheets out loud last week, you've got all of the flow on. That everyone's here to do their bit at certain points, except Bernard, who wasn't supposed to be here, but, you know, time makes a mockery of us all. Tea. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy. So, I love this flavor text so much. Every time I read it, it gives me a happy. <laughs> so, uh, Adam, have you got Dr. Moreau's letter, letter to himself and things in your file? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. So, <clears throat> you essentially have your big list of things to do in the background of the strange expedition. Um, obviously, if you get steam doing this, it will screw up time, so don't do that. Um, <laughs> but you be- actually be careful now, do you? Because you have a time and space machine, you can hit those in whatever order you please. There is... It, it will not matter. Does one of you two want the last one of these scribbles? No, I'm, uh, I'm sure I'll find a home for it later, but I'm not hungry okay. enough for it now, because I'm I'll put the cover on it, and... You can put it aside so we have a little bit of space on the table. Yeah. Did someone have hush? Uh, uh, no. No. Nope. That would be under an edge, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. No. Not me. Uh, Annabelle couldn't afford it. Right. Oh. Good. I have um, I have invisibility powers, but it looks like I can oh. just do it for myself. Don't you to pass me Annabelle Sinclair? Though? That sounds about right. No, there was no yeah. Oh, there is Hush. Yeah, you got Hush. I thought someone had it. It was, um, 
it was right at the end. Oh, yes, that's right. I had to take a, I had to take points out of other good things that you wanted. Because <laughs> it makes sense for her to have her. Yeah. So um, Annabelle can totally oh, stealth, yeah. can potentially stealth us, stealth the D8, D8, so that's plus two in urban areas, so that's pretty good. And I can make people invisible. So we're all sitting on Dr. Moreau's thinking rock, making yeah. a plan. We're sitting either on the sled or on the rock, depending on what you put Okay, I, I'm brewing tea, yep. because tea is, yeah. you know, tea oh. helps people think. That's you right, know what this has to be? <laughs> this has to be the rock of eternity. Yeah, that's the... That's the you're most welcome to have dubbed it the rock of eternity. <laughs> but, um, it's like it's got some sort of life support system here that Dr. Moreau doesn't understand at all and hasn't poked because you don't want to break it. <laughs> The fact that it is the end of time and space and eternity has not in any way thwarted me from preparing tea because, of course, I have all the supplies to do so. So I'm yes. bustling around handing out mugs. Oh, thank you, James. I'm probably pacing around the rock depending on how big it is. Yeah, it's, it's big yeah, the, size, the size of a house, certainly. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting, yeah, I'm sitting next to Dr. Moreau. Yeah, um, Thomas, Thomas, <laughs> is, Thomas is quite distraught that he's just left his wife behind to potentially go crazy. He doesn't know what. He's trying to come to terms with it. Like, like Thomas, you've you've been involved in picking up these other guys because you were the the first recruit. Yeah, but that means from your point of view, it was like two, maybe three days ago. Max. Yeah, he still hasn't quite moved on yeah, from yeah. the idea yet. His stats are completely the opposite of his wife. Yep. <laughs> Jeremy sitting over in the corner tinkering yep. with a device. Yeah. We see the spiders climbing into the life support control. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually see him taking parts of the life support to make the spider. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need this. I am more than happy to. Uh, this came up after last week. I'm more than happy to spot your hero point for being Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a lack of Well, twist my arm. <laughs> oh, you can pick up your three hero points. It's three, Adam. Yeah. You can't have six. Yeah. I, I'm up to eight now. I actually did contemplate giving Dr. Moreau a mascot because he, he had oh a spare stuff that I didn't have anything else to do with. Mm-hmm. But I gave him Moxie yeah. instead. What's Moxie doing? Plus one. Uh, he gets bonuses when he spends hero points. Whites so. and um, okay. sets you like to go when Zoe draws for that. Yeah. Zoe draws the colours. Yeah. I, I have three reds and a white. Yeah, I have my, my, my Gryffindor, my Gryffindor pride is showing today. Uh, <laughs> so I've got my yellow dye. I have blue and white, which I feel is an old school tie color, and I'm rainbow thing with none of that red that would mark so it. You know, uncivilized American colors. LGBT maybe. Is that Alfred Pennyworth? Yes. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Who else is a butler? <laughs> True. Okay, so. I think we're all looking to Dr. Moreau to speak up. Okay then, gentlemen. I have... And lady. And lady, of course. I have brought you all together so we can save time, space, and all of existence. Uh, It should take more than a few afternoons. (laughs) Bravo, sir. Well explained. (laughs) Thank you, James. Now, pulls out a blackboard. <laughs> yeah, of course, there's one time slip. Somewhere. There, are, there are six key points in time that we need to go to. Now, as we have an actual time machine, we can do these in any order we choose. But it is vital that we get to all of them 
at some point in time, relatively speaking. Wibbly wobbly timey wine. Maybe we're going to be confused. Yeah. You don't have to explain the whole list in character. <laughs> no, no, but uh, I'll start. I'll start off the list, and then um, uh, gold. Well, I'll have him drag, drag on. Blah 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 blah. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, amulets. That one is China, and that one is Scotland. Okay. Actually, yeah, he's going to explain the um, the six points yes. in history. Doctor Moreau pontificates at length, drawing on the chalkboard repeatedly the line going across and all the different diverging lines. Lots yeah. of circles this is where it goes wrong, and the Cyber African Republic is destroyed. And, and, and vague formulas that describe okay, what's so going on. <laughs> Do you want, right. Shall I just narrate what's on the bit of paper? And I believe yeah, once again, Yeren is the only character here that doesn't have knowledge academics of some kind. I don't know if Bernard <laughs> does. I think everyone else is a scientist. I, I've got a D4. I've got a D4 in academics. Bernard has no knowledges of any kind. Okay, just, so like, well. just not nice and familiar. Bernard is in fact excessively intelligent. He uh, just hasn't got book learning. As the person playing him, you're also free to flag whether you'd rather be Bernard or James. It's entirely up to you. Yeah. Um, or some combination. Bernard, Bernard answers. I think of him as Bernard, and um, he answers to he answers to both without really being phased either way. Fair um, you may call him with what you choose. He will well, certainly us... reciprocate by calling you what he decides. <laughs> I, I, think what the, I think what the thing is, is Jeremy may call him Bernard, but the rest of us will know you by whatever you introduce yourself as. Alright. Um... Except me. I've probably met you at some earlier point in your time, yeah. so I call you James. <laughs> yeah, alright. The, um, then yes, he will have... Uh... Yeah, that's what I'm uh, saying. Our I has have... never met uh, you... No, sorry. Rosemary is aware of who James <laughs> Fogg is because she yeah, was investigating yeah. him. Um, Annabelle is would be loosely familiar that Phileas Fogg's brother was supposedly um, suppo- supposedly killed by him. Like she'd have stolen and read all of Rosemary's police files, so anything Rosemary knew, Annabelle knows. Okay. Yeah, um, Thomas, I assume hasn't met. No, Tom, Thomas has never met. Hasn't met either of them, of course, mm-hmm. because Bernard only came along after Thomas was dead. So um, he will have introduced himself as uh, James Frog, or, uh, or, uh, a.k.a. my recent alias of uh, Bernard Pendlebury. I have been um, undercover for some time. And then just kind of leave it to people to, to take that. going to absorb that. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Thomas is just going to give him a, a firm nod. Yep. <laughs> yep, so restrained but manly handshake, yeah. I think, is an appropriate thing. Okay, so our six adventures, guys. We've got it takes a thief, which is um, I'm just going to cover what we are doing. I'm not going to cover the complicated time story background. We can go into yeah, that yeah. about the actual adventure we're doing. Is we are stealing we are stealing the amulet of Sekhmet from the palace of Sekhmet. Yep, in ancient pharaoh times. In ancient Egypt is is adventure one. Two is boom, where we need to blow up we need to blow up the Himalayan mountains to ca- in, in present day to cascade um, some snow down onto the Chinese army. Yeah. Um, Adventure three is um, Start of Darkness, which is um, hang on, I need to skip over J- Jeremy screwing up the time stream a bit here. Um, investigating <laughs> uh, investigating the Fog Bloodline. Um, oh, here we are uh, in Transylvania in 1999 AD. Yep. 
So investigate Alistair Fogg's trip to Transylvania and find out what the deal is with the Fogg bloodline. Then Adventure 4, Visitors from Space, is go back into very early prehistory, I think, and seal away Kilkoato so he can't rampage. Um, Adventure 5 is put parachutes on Zeppelin. I think we all understand how that goes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, Adventure 6 is... um, go back to 1849 and convince the French to um, build an honest construction company. And there is a man named Gaston Lavache in the this second. adventure. <laughs> I, I, I'm just warning you all of that. Alright, so it's somewhere can, on this time. I can give you the, um, the meta take on vaguely what those entail. Yeah. I would be inclined to think we should just pick one that appeals and yep. then you can give us the meta take on that. So I, I have given you the little meta take on whether I think they'll be bigger or smaller bits. Yeah. Mini adventures, micro adventures. Um, so, Bernard, once. Um, d- uh, Thank you, I oh, thought it was Clifton. Oh, yeah, lovely. Um, once um, Dr. Moreau has completed his, you know, now meticulously filled up the entire black ground diagrams. <laughs> double double sided spinning black ground. Yeah, yeah d- d- diagram of time and, and space. And he spins it back Bernard and forth. Vote, vote for the parachutes because safety is paramount. I, I will second the parachute. Well, Jeremy will second the parachutes. Man, I thought you'd go for the explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the player wants to do the parachute. Yeah, yeah. And, and it doesn't matter when you do. No. Yeah. yeah. So does anyone? As I say, you you Jan didn't give you much to work with, so feel free to take Jeremy in whatever the hell direction you like. He was planning to give him emotional maturity over time. You could just say that time has passed. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's happened. Yeah, seven <laughs> seven million millennia have happened. So, <laughs> I mean, Annabelle herself would be would be caring about the French thing, but like. Annabelle votes France, that's fine. Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll just go with whatever the greatest majority vote for. What about Tom? Tom, Tom's probably going to go for the one where he can see his wife. Now that he knows... I've explained this to you, Tom. You can't meet your wife... You can't meet up with Amanda yet. You have you have to wait till after the race. I think he just wants to see her. Yeah, I just I, he just wants to see. Even her. that is highly dangerous to the time stream. All right, five minutes of later and later. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing we're friends. Head. Otherwise, he probably would have slugged me. <laughs> Thomas probably dips his hand and is like, "My apologies." <laughs> yeah. How do I show the conversation? He's telling people long enough. He knows actually. All right, so. Um, Susan, does Tom have a vote on a particular one he gets? Because several of them involve... He, he's he's happy with any of them as long as it goes as fast as possible. <laughs> he wants to get the over and done with. Relatively <laughs> speaking. So there's no, there's no real vote there. What about Dr. Moreau? Like, why is time travelling individual? Like she knows what he's doing. Hmm. I, uh, I don't know what Dr. Moreau would go for, but I really want to go to China. It's the only place we haven't, as players, gone to. <laughs> Alright, so we've China. got... The, off, the completely off-screen adventure. Alright, so we've got one vote for China, one vote for France, and two votes for parachutes. Looks <laughs> okay. like parachutes. Parachutes it is. Yeah. GM's just deciding. Yeah. So, safety first. Uh, there it is. So um, that Dr. Moreau's letter would probably be useful for me. I didn't print myself a copy, so I can... Um, Page his information on what he told you to, what you told yourself to do. Okay, so 
Again, I haven't bothered to write down on this specific times, dates, and places, but yeah. you can assume that future Doc Moreau gave you, they will be in Antarctica around yay time, yay time, yay time. And so, essentially, you have a vague knowledge <coughs> of what happened to the um, play of to the strange expedition. You know their Zeppelin blew up. You know you don't know how. You you know they survived it. And yeah. Obviously, it was because of the parachutes. The conception um, is because he, what he's got is Mara's telegrams, and of course telegrams you charge by the word. So you know, Zeppelin blew up, escaped via Peridot. How do you know? Okay. Um, one quick question: yeah. How many PowerPoints <coughs> does Jeremy have? Ten per device. So each one of those devices <laughs> has ten Zeppelin explosives, parachutes. Because that's useful. how mad science works. <laughs> Stop. Huh? And they they recover one one an hour basically. And that's in um, in in I character time. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I should check before I started using them. Yeah, so I could keep. Okay, them. so you then have basically a string of choices. You have an idea of several places the zeppelin is going to be. Um, how do you want to? Get, and getting parachutes is not exactly the kind of thing that is going to compellingly tax you. Um, is a good thing too because I don't think anyone here has many re- much resources. Oh, I have a thing. I was just going to say my character doesn't have any resources and he's married to, to Amanda. Yes, yeah, but, yeah. but Susan, I, I did actually think about this. Sugar mommy. How would you build the character if you were playing with another PC <laughs> that money, was your yeah. wife who yeah. was the rich character? I know. Would you put lots of points in the no, resources no. to make her money was yours? No. <laughs> You'd put no points in it yeah. and say, I have access to her money, and that's exactly what Tom did. Yeah. But now he doesn't. He's got a sugar mummy. No, wait, uh, now he doesn't. Yeah. He's got like the 10 British pounds he's got in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> now no, I has a D4 resources and the capacity to generate stuff if need be. Yeah. I also yeah. have a D4. I also have a D4. So you will need to get parachutes. You yeah, don't have sex with them. But, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you need to go somewhere where the Zeppelin is and get the parachutes on. I can think of several places where it will be. You know it will be flying over Antarctica. You know it will be at Cracker Jack's camp, both a bit before and a bit after the Strange Expedition arrive. Uh, you know that um, Otto Hein owns it previously in that little Swiss, vi- Swiss village mm. uh, that he will eventually at some point sell it to Cracker Jack whence do you wish to go that is the question do I'd say uh, I w- oh sorry no Adam goes first uh, I believe Dr. Morrow personally would want to do it as close to Antarctica as possible due to his you know habit of spending as little time mm. In time as possible. Uh, Bernard would feel that um, if the gear is safely packed as close to possible as possible to the departure time, that will prevent the um, somewhat disorganised members of the strange expedition from losing it along the way. Yes. Um, so he he would vote for at, when it's the base when it's at Cracker Jack's hut, hmm. but probably slightly before the strange expedition show up there, because then we only have to dodge one rather loud Australian. Hmm. And you might say that Bernard has never met Cracker Jack, but he does know that he is Australian and therefore will be loud. <laughs> therefore a criminal. That's what Lady Strange would say. She would say, oh, a criminal. A bad criminal. He's such a bad boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I like about you, love. Aww. <laughs> gonna get to meet the husband soon too, potentially. Hopefully not. We're trying to do the stealthily. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that, that's my proposal. Um, proposal. I would say do it before Cracker 
Cracker Jack gets it when it's with Otto Fine. Hmm. Okay, so I've got to vote for Cracker Jack's hut. Jeremy votes for Otto Hine. Um, Dr. Moreau votes for Cracker Jack before the Strange Expedition shows up or afterwards? Um, I'd say just before. I, I want to cool. get as few witnesses to this as possible. Okay, so that's before two votes. Sounds, sounds. Before sounds, uh, before the Strange Expedition turns up, it sounds better. So I don't want to in Cracker Jack myself. camp like half a day before the Strange Expedition is due to arrive. Yeah, that's the idea. Okay. Um, first, you need to go and get parachutes. Yep. So, how are you going to get parachutes? You can just pop up at some point in 1899 and buy them from a store. That's doubtlessly the simplest method. And you kind of want um, ones that are very inappropriate <laughs> as opposed to far too old or far too new. <laughs> uh, see, seems most expedient. I mean... In London has many fine stores which sell things of any nature. If we perhaps purchase them from 1897 right, so as to not contaminate the time stream during our year of... I don't think I can. I'm alive in that yep, time period. Yeah, he's already in 1897. Ah, as am I. Yep. Mm. Ah. Yep. <laughs> so the only time periods available to you are either like 50, 60 years back before anyone here was born or... um. Wait, uh, we, we can't we can't do it in 1900 either, can we? If we'll be because potentially we'll be alive in that time period as well. Uh, what will happen is then you will disappear out of 1900 when you hit that point. Ah, the present day version of you. That sounds bad. It is bad. Like the the Bernard of 1900 literally disappears from everywhere, regardless of what he's doing for the period of that day, so he can never meet himself. Does he come back afterwards? Most of the time, theoretically. Yeah, theoretically. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of that—that's temporal. That's temporal philosophy. That are you the same person? That sounds terrifying, Doctor Moreau. <laughs> Perhaps we had better do it in the period of time that we have departed from. Yeah. So that's after Annabelle got picked up because she's the last one. Hmm. Right, right, right before, right. If we purchase the parachutes in London in the morning of the day that we <clears throat> are to put them in Cra- Cracker Jack's camp. Dr. Morrow's doing the calculations. <laughs> <laughs> Good to see I've confused all the players. This time travel thing is much more vicious than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it really can be. Yeah, I, I needed to think the grandfather... If I'm going to do time travel stories, I need to think the grandfather paradox through. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is the best time travel set of rules that's ever existed, but it should be vaguely coherent. So, so if you're saying that... Um, sorry, I need a... <clears throat> my voice, my manly voice. If you're saying that... we. we um, what's your Anthony Morrow. <laughs> if you're saying that, that Tony can't exist, um, two Tonys can't exist in the same time frame at the same time, and you, the younger version of yourself is still walking around, how can we deliver this with you with us? Because you're back in London. No, I'm not. Because I, at... Approximately uh, exactly one thirty-two on X day, traveled into the future. Therefore, I did not exist at that point in time. Yeah, January first, eighteen ninety-nine, just after the race began. If, if I may, Doctor Strange, there is a window, if you will, where none of us are in the time stream. Also, Adam, you're here for your awesome understanding of temporal physics. <laughs> <laughs> and in that window, we must 
we must complete all of our activities that take place in the present day inside that window when none of us are actually here. We cannot go past or forward unless it is to times and places where we are not either not yet born or presumably have subsequently died. Okay, so there's there's nothing stopping us from from getting the, the parachutes a couple of months before we need them. As long as it's after you did time travelling. Yes, or even a couple months after we need them. I merely suggest the day, the, the, the day, the day that we need each to I'm journey to Crazy Jack's right. hut, because it um, is simple and easy for everyone to keep track of. Because I understand that not everyone can keep track of complicated things. Bernard has his little notebook out. Yeah, you're, you're of course the sort of guy who keeps a calendar not only for this year but for the preceding five and five years and the five years after. So you yeah. actually well, going through it. Uh, I, ex- I expect your notebook to be filled with neat, meticulous handwriting, yeah. which to be uninitiated looks like. The friggin' Necronomicon, you know. It's completely unintelligible. It's it's doctor's handwriting. It's completely unintelligible to anyone who's not a butler. (laughs) Or a pharmacist. It's Ruben Butler. (laughs) Bernard was an amazing character. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so on the morning of. We head to London on the morning of the afternoon to which we need to be at Cracker Jack's hut to purchase Paradox. So everybody steps into the time sled. From Harrods. I spin the little dials, <laughs> yep. do the wheel thing, and throw the giant lever. And of course, there's only one sound that a time sleep would possibly make. <laughs> and we see some back alley alleyway in London that you have aimed for and landed on the dot. Um, and it comes up. Uh, Annabelle, when did you get recruited? No, sorry. This is when you're dropping it off, aren't you? Yeah. Um, so it's the day. It's the day that yeah. the day the strange the, the day before the yeah. strange expedition would arrive. Yeah. So this is like late October. 19, April 18. Late October 1899. Hmm. I of course. Sorry. I of course need to make sure that we have arrived at the correct time. So I get a no- newsie to give me a newspaper. Of course. <laughs> um, and it's and the, the screaming headline on the front is Strange Expedition Pulls Ahead, Phileas Fogg Doomed? Question mark. Mm-hmm. Does it have any photos or anything on the front of it? It well, does. It's really controlled. It's not enough to buy the newspaper and gloat. It's got a photo of, it's got a photo of your wall standing round um Of them. It it's got a fo- yeah, it's got a photo of the Strange Expedition all standing round with some very martial arts looking slightly older monk guy with a shirt mm. off and ripped abs and all the rest of it mm. um, you know and it's talking about, and, it, and it's got the caption of the strange expedition in Mount Kwasujoro China style yeah. thing yeah. I am keeping a time journal and, and Amanda's in the front with the, the cat in her hand yep Amanda is in the front with the cat in her hand looking lovingly at it and sort of patting it for the camera did I get replaced by a cat? yeah she thinks you're in the cat <laughs> She thinks you're the cat. Really? Really. It's weird. <laughs> and Mara, of course, is just around the side of the photo like she set the timer and then run around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Strange, if I may, well, um, well, the other Dr. Strange is understandably distressed by your absence. She is maintaining a stiff upper lip about it, and I'm sure when reunited with your um, fine self, that she will come back to her senses and... Um, the um, nature of the cat thing. 
assure you, in my short but very varied career as a butler, I have met with many more eccentric employees. Well, there was the lady that we have to go get the amulet for. This is what Yeah, yeah. she was pretty. <laughs> the lady yeah. certainly was a um, was a little a little eccentric, but she hired union, and that she she is a British aristocrat who hired union, and that cannot be overstated because, of course, she had a butler. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, gentlemen, I we must get going. Time waits for put some into his jacket. Me, time waits for no man. Ah, uh, yes, let us bustle yeah. about and ob- obtain these parachutes. Yeah. Just let me pack a few essentials and <laughs> spend a bunch of time <laughs> loading stuff right. on the time slip. The time slip is of course wheelchair accessible. It's got nice lamp on it. Everything, everything with time travel with Bernard is going to be a little bit slower than time travel without Bernard would have been. And once again, Moreau has the opportunity to reflect that this would be much easier so if you had left Bernard in the so time Leave Bernard in the time Where street. are we? You are in London. I make sure to activate the Camulans circuit, which I got from a physician, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the time sled looks suspiciously like a blue police box. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not actually period. That's, that looks like a card. <laughs> They do have telephones at this point. Not many of them. Not police boxes. No. Not police boxes. Yeah, a handsome car would be the one. Yeah, it's a handsome car parked there. But with no drivers, so no one comes yep. along and tries to hire it. Well, also, you've deliberately parked in the back alley because you can't yep. have people seeing you arrive or disappear. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so Strain, um, th- Thomas has, put the, has folded the magazine up and put it into his jacket. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, a big department store? Where, where does one purchase parachutes in London in 1899? Big department store? Uh, that would be from some of the sort of more safari-esque supply things. Ah, uh, right, yes. I don't know where I'm going. This yeah, yeah. Is my, this is my kicking ground. Yeah, Tom, you've, you've actually been here and bought... You've, you've probably actually bought parachutes before. You've also bought, you know, several machetes... You know, knives, boot, yeah. pith, boots, pith helmet, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, the, the essentials. Yep. Like, if you guys, if you guys have got some cash on you, I, I'm sorry. <coughs> if you guys have some cash on you, I, I know the places to go. Yeah. All right. The temporal distortions are throwing off your lungs slightly. Yeah. It's all that temple <laughs> dust in there. Yeah. All right. Let us go forth and purchase. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Strange will lead the way. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor. So. Doctor Strange. A, a nice firm walk. It's like he's got more athletics than Doctor Strange. You, you take them. You take them to the heart of Africa, which is, of course, the big store selling, you know, rhino, rhino surplus. horns, and <laughs> elephant, elephant feet, and all the other things that mm. you can no longer legally acquire in any way. Yep. Um, pet helmets, all that sort of thing. And the guy behind you, you know, sort of looks at you. You say you want, you know, six parachutes. He says, "Sure, sure, so, certainly, certainly, certainly." He doesn't recognise me, I take it. <laughs> These are Wimblington Smith parachutes, Doctor Strange. Oh, good, good, good. Those yeah, are, those are fine quality. You. You're Doctor Thomas Strange. So he doesn't know I'm here. He doesn't, you know. He says, oh, been a while since we last saw you, sir. Yeah. Man, you might have fallen in one of those expeditions. <laughs> no. Many of our customers don't come back again. <laughs> no, I've been busy. Sorry, wait, I can't lie. Um, so you spent a month, you spent a few... You spent a month some, off dead. Spent some time. <laughs> some time off what? Some, spent, you spent some time dead. <laughs> yes, I've spent some time dead. Rather a long show of that old man. <laughs> <laughs> Presumed dead, naturally. Now, how much w- would we be expected to pay for these fine quality parachutes? 
well, about ten, about ten British pounds, but ten fine British pounds a piece should do it. That sounds so, like a bit too expensive. <laughs> this is going. If you want to buy them straight out, this is going to be the party pooling their resources behind whoever's got the most money. Okay, we've got three guys with D four, so. Um, you, you're one of them, right? Yep. I've got a share of money. I'm the one. Yeah, so we'll, we'll say you're the, you're the, you're Does the. Does Annabelle have any money? I can't. Yeah. Um, she doesn't. Well, she doesn't have any skills. If she doesn't, resources. if she doesn't have the resources, she, skills let's say she doesn't have any English money. Well, the thing is, she's a secret <laughs> agent. What most of what she has, she gets supplied by the by the French by government, the and the rest yeah. are in his safe, in the safe house yeah. across yeah. the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you roll the lead roll, and um, Jeremy and I will make assist rolls. Yep. Excellent. Oh, that's an assist for me. And an assist for me. I can actually tell you what a parachute costs. So that's a fire. So. Now, Adam, with the green, Mm -hmm. the deal is if you spend it, it won't be available later. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm keeping my eye on it. Or you can toss it back and have another one if you don't want to use it for the side adventure. Okay. You'll pay. That's what I did with mine. On the basis that we'll need them for the final encounter. Yeah. In fact, the purchase, how to purchase mm-hmm. items and play the example I have is actually a parachute. Oh. Oh. Is check it minus one. So we got a five. Okay. Yay! So, <laughs> you, you sort of all pull your so, money. That, together that, we got five pounds. The, the guy doesn't even blink at the fact that you're all pulling out your pounds and heading them up on the table. Yeah. <laughs> and Thomas, uh, Thomas kind of steps back and he's like, mm, this, this is, is not how I'm used to it. This is all crazy. <laughs> Well, the thing is, you know, what Thomas usually spends his money with is letters of credit and that sort of thing, which yeah. you can't use at this point, because yeah. as soon as the guy rings the bank to check your letter of credit, he'll get, no, Dr. Thomas Strange is dead. I see. Let me just call the constabulary. <laughs> <laughs> so he's trying to kind of step back. So you pull your money. Yep. He gives you six parachutes. Woo-hoo. Wow, bulky, heavy things. We got a burn. packs them with meticulous ease until they all disappear into his backpack. Yep. Into, his into the inventory. Dink. Yeah. Dink. You might think that the chest doesn't look big enough to contain six parachutes and appears to be already full, yet it does and it appears no fuller. <laughs> If I, I'm going to get my use out of this magic ba- magic travelling backpack yeah, that, yeah, magic travelling chest holding. Yeah. 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 or the luggage yeah. I, I have a chest that walks yeah, to the luggage yeah. from Discworld it walks around except it doesn't eat people so it's better it than does this is, in, this is in the rules of how burners like I don't know if I wrote it down there, but it, it um, snaps shut on people that aren't Bernard when they try and access it. Ah, ah, because Bernard has science, the lodestone yeah, that opens stuff. it with science. Yeah. It's not magic, it's just a scientific trap. Yeah, there's not, there's not a lot of information in here about no, all I, of No, I, I wrote a page for Grant on how his life worked. Yeah. In so. conjunction with him, but you don't desperately need to know. No. Basically, you've got a science rock and it follows that around. Sweet. Okay. Um, and then back to the time sled. Yep. Yep. Sun hits afternoon. Yep. In Antarctica. Next. Well, I haven't been right. here for a little while. <sighs> Where are you parking this thing? In Antarctica. Yeah, over a dune, I hope. Yeah, we should okay. probably park it a little way from Cracker Jack's hut, <clears throat> and then use the chameleon circuit to make it look like a dog sled. Or a mound of snow. Yeah. No, I, I, I like the conception that it looks as much like a sled as possible. Dog sled is awesome. <laughs> okay, dog sled it is. But uh, I'll, well, we'd like to find I'll be staying with the um, sled. Um, Antarctica is not wheelchair accessible. <laughs> Sick. That, 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 that seems eminently sensible, Dr. Murrah. Plus, I'm worried that the ether uh, 
the ether tubes may freeze while we're here, so I'll be keeping an eye on them. Okay. Can, can we take them with us? Uh, not with the old exploding approximately a tenth of Antarctica. Right, leave them leave them on the sled then. Um how are you how are you gonna get across the snow? How much how much do we know? Sorry, I, I got half of that. Yeah. Oh, um, how much do we know about Crepkajet? Um literally that he's an Australian guy that um that Mara met who was their contract who was their contract here. He had a shed he had a camp in about yay place. Right. And you know um uh, to look for the Gigantic type tarpaulin. Yeah, what she said. Yeah. So I don't know if Mara would describe him as being particularly attractive. No, she's not the right age yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's it just what we know so about yeah, there's, the yeah, there's a big, tall Australian bloke living here who's some kind of scientist. Right. Rosemary keeps giving him odd looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rosemary it must be because he's Australian and therefore a criminal. Yeah, because Amanda, Amanda keeps bleating it over and over again. <laughs> if we are. Uh, move ourselves in the direction of the hut, I believe I could um, ascertain whether anyone is at home in it at this particular time. Um, I find that people tend to overlook the help. Okay. So, so what's the plan here? That's what I want. Dog sweat appears behind the dune. Yep. We should have some plan before we go in. So my proposal is that um, we move a little bit towards Crappy Jack's hut, yeah. and then I scout it out using my invisibility power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to check that nobody's there, and then if nobody's there, can offload the para- can we can offload the parachutes, and if not, we can perhaps keep watch, waiting for a better time. Uh, James, do make sure to remember um, not to leave tracks in the snow. Uh, naturally, sir. <laughs> My highly trained fucking survivor. Oh, no, the old one. Yeah, yes. Okay. I have a deep four. I do. So, Bernard climbs down show. on the wagon and goes to find the hut. Yep. Okay. So I, I think the so am I covering our tracks as we're going? Up to you. Are you going with Burn? I So the theory that I'm I had going. was we'd, we'd all move up towards yeah. the heart. Right. Mm. And then I could use my invisibility powers to check okay. if anyone's there. So the four of you go towards the heart. Uh, at this point, can I get a survival check from that group? Uh, well, I got a d4. Does anyone else have a d4 uh, or something? I do some not have survival. Yeah, Annabelle doesn't have survival. No. No, yeah. Annabelle's an urban French yeah. spy. No. Yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy is amazing. Really oh, no, it, it's all on you, dogs. It's, it's all on you, dogs. No pressure. It's just a deep four skill. I'm just aiming for a success. I have an idea that I can go uh, You're also a plus two for this. All I got is success. Okay. So, snow comes up as you are going, which gets Antarctica. Yeah. Um, and everybody gets, you know, a little bit snow blinded in that. Now, it's not, this is not really a good test, a test of your skills, Thomas, to, um, know, you know, we're going in that direction towards the heart, the snow comes up, we need to keep on the same direction. Yeah, well, you just and look at the incline of the hills. Yeah, yeah, as long as you don't get turned around here, you're fine. I have a, I, I you, have a compass too. You move towards <laughs> what size you can now see in the snow <laughs> the big looming shadow. <laughs> Of Cracker Jack's hut and this enormous tarpaulin coloured blob behind it. Alright. So we need to sneak so we can see we've got in the vicinity of that. We can see that so we can we need to sneak in. So Annabelle could cover us all with hush. Bernard could scout around with his personal invisibility. 
Um, but it might be easiest to go as a group, have Animal cover us with Hush, and b- get Bernard's luggage inside the Zeppelin. Well, I which can one just, can I thing? can go and distract Crackerjack while you yeah. guys can. So that, that, that's what yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah that's, that's You're awesome. Do that. That's what I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's going to bad. And I've been waiting for this for a while. You're just lost to Crackerjack again. Do yeah. I need to take my shirt off for the character, or are you good? Um, no. Um, Alright, so, um, yeah, so that's an option because Annabelle would totally suggest it, I think. Because yeah. she yep. is confident that she can. Yeah, alright, so. Yeah, they're going to have the weirdest accents. At this time, Mr. Oui, Claire, the. Um, oui, mate. <laughs> 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 oh, oui, mate. Thank you, fine, sweetie. Just waiting for everyone to calm down. Oh, fuck. At this time, Miss Sinclair, I, I believe that the fellow should be by himself and that it should not create any sort of temporal paradox for you to talk to him. If, if you can keep him occupied, I can um, move aboard the Zeppelin and un- offload the parachutes and perhaps um, Dr. Strange and Mr. Wright could keep an eye out for any trouble and perhaps create some kind of diversion, ideally without setting too much of an <laughs> Antarctica on fire, Mr. Wright. <laughs> it's not a flyer, it's clockwork shrapnel. <laughs> Which I think Jan actually said to me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, so that's our plan. So, Annabelle, you slink up towards Cracker Jack's hut, and it is a nice solid wooden shed type thing out here. Um, as you approach, um, you're, you're approaching it openly, you're not trying to sneak up to it. Um, I've got. Um, well, maybe so sneak up for a little bit so you so, know yeah, what direction so, um, you're coming from. Yeah, I kind of. Um, I want to try to just. Well, <laughs> I don't even need a disguise for this. Um, no, no you're disguised as a hot. You're disguised as a hot French woman who wants to pass the time today with Cracker Jack. Well, just go on there. Tell no, him that you're cold. You're lost. Yeah, you're, you're lost. lost and I'm cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> you move straight up towards the front door as a hut. Yeah. And as you do. As you do, you hear. I commend you on your grasp of the French spy train. <laughs> as you see a bunch of dogs, like husky style sled dogs, sitting around the hut, and as you approach them, they all come through. They, they don't attack you or behave hostily or anything, but they do start barking. And as they do, the door is pulled open, and you can see inside it's obviously nice and warm. It's literally sort of glowing with heat, and the heat blasts out onto you, and you go, huh. And. There is a guy standing there, you know, quite tall, but square jawed, you know, long, blonde, uh, he has his shirt off, of course. Of course. Um, not only that, but here he is actually in his small clothes. He's basically wearing the dress. You've heard the jackpot. Um, looks like he has one thick woolen sock on. Oh, They're just down by the door, sweetheart, the things. Yes, I want to do that. Oh, yeah. Is it girl in a princess rainbow dash? Dress oh, that's cute. Did you pick this character on purpose? <laughs> this this is our very special Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah. You can tell because you're seeing something horrifying. Cracker Jack in his feet. 
Actually, the little vampire was vaguely scary for a moment. He was wearing some quite intense makeup. And, yeah, he, he looks like he's just, he might have just been getting dressed. He's got like one sock on, but he's heard the dogs barking and come out to see. And he looks, he looks at, yeah, George, Rover, what's going on? Strew. Standing in the way, he starts to shiver very slightly with the cold. <laughs> jiggle, 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 jiggle. <laughs> yeah. Rock hard nipples. Yeah. Just like, this should be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me, good sir. I've been lost out here all alone by myself. My God! Imagine French accent. Well, come on inside. You'll catch your death. And he steps out, sweeps you up into his arms, and carries you through the door, <laughs> kicking it shut. Do you want us to come back in a few days? <laughs> <laughs> how are we, we going to get everyone back out of the hut? Is what I want. It's my problem. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we'll says, wait and see. He says, uh, "Here, here, love. Sit, sit down by the fire. Gosh, you'll, you'll catch your death walking. You'll catch your." Walk- Catch your death walking around looking like that. Like that that sort of clothing is uh, well, it's very good on you. It's, it's not not at all appropriate for the environment. What says the man in Excuse me, catching me in the all together. I was just changing to go out and cut. Just changing to go out and cut some wood for the burner. You can put the outside light on if you want to see people coming there. Yeah. But they're probably down doing next year next doors. Um, excuse me, I was just about to go out and cut some wood for the burner. Uh, Sure you don't, but I'm, but I'm sure you don't mind. You look like a practical girl. <laughs> so I, I tried to stop him from going outside, actually. Well, he will pull on his skin-tight trousers, yeah. <laughs> at least to to be decent. He's, he, he's got got to be decent around a lady. He pulls on his skin-tight trousers. Doesn't bother to actually put a shirt on. Um, and he says, so, so how did you get? You say you got lost. How did you get all the way out here then? Um. <laughs> um, I, I was in a, in a um, tour group <laughs> from France. <laughs> right. Touring Antarctica's magnificent icebergs. <laughs> you must have got pretty swept off course then to end up here. Yes, my group left without me. I was. <laughs> well, those buggers, don't worry, love. We've got plenty of seal blubber here you can eat. We'll take care of you. I'm, I'm expecting some company down any time in the next Thank month or so. Much. They should they should be hidden out again if you need a route out of here. Yes, that's, that'd be very nice. Or my group might come and get me. <laughs> Hopefully. He says, well, well, this lot here, and he pulls out a paper from, like, February that says Strange Expedition heads, you know, Strange Expedition leaves Egypt um, and shows you a picture of them all standing in front of the pyramid of... Crazy. Well, this lot, this lot are coming down here. I don't, I don't much like, I don't much like the looks of them. I tell you, this this bloke here with the glasses and the weird top hat looks pretty damn ugly, you know. And, and this old, this old Sheila here. Well, you know, they say she's nice, but I don't know. I see a mean glint in Now the old bloke, the old bloke behind her in the butlering outfit, he looks like someone I'd like to meet. But I have to say, I wasn't expecting any company quite as fine as you. Well, thank you, sir. Damn girl. Likewise. 
Okay, and she goes in, and you yeah. s- you guys see this from where you're yep. huddled. She, the door shuts. There are vague lights in the window and indications people are vaguely moving around in there. Yep. That's about it. Bernard unobtrusively heads onto the Zeppelin, so I can actually spend the five power points and make myself invisible at this time. I yeah. probably don't even need to. No. No. Is there any windows in that building? Uh, uh, there are fr- solid, frosted, heavily frosted glass windows. He would see shadows moving and, down there. He'd um, never Annabelle's going to make sure that he doesn't look yeah. at the window. So, Annabelle, your job is to distract him. This yes. is a persuasion check. Uh, I'm good at this. Your persuasion <laughs> should be automatically at plus two, which is adding the fact that you're attractive into it. Yep, D6 um, plus two. D6 plus two. Yep. And we are wild guards, right? We yes, are wild you, guards. Yeah, you are wild guards. Yeah. You are fully fleshed. Ooh, explodium. <gasps> Double explodium. He is so distracted. Yeah, so that's so three sixes. Yeah, um, no, no, it's no, two sixes. Two sixes yeah, that's, plus, that's plus two, though. Oh, right, yeah. yeah the, 18. So it's 18. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's not every day that an actor to Cracker Jack's yeah. Arctic Hut, so a beautiful French woman, show up on his doorstep. Off you every word. And, you know, he keeps saying, he, you know, he keeps saying to you, I've got to say, you, you must have. He, he says, now tell me, love, I've got one real question for you. Did it hurt? Oh no! Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, I, I know. She, she, she knows what it is. She just, she's just playing along. What? When you, when you fell from heaven. Oh, and Annabelle giggles and smiles. Yeah, she's a bit. like, I'm, I'm, you know, Cracker Deck gonna be really sad when you leave again. I'm glad we slashed her head for an island of beautiful Amazon woman. I have to say, of all the things I was expecting to find in Antarctica, a woman as, star- as stunning as yourself was not one of them. I mean, what are the odds that would be happening here in Antarctica? <laughs> And they should go, oh, shush, darling, likewise. Yeah. And Bernard, you move past the hut, listening inside the door, and you hear them prattling at each other. Um, the dogs start barking again as you vaguely approach the area. Roo, 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 roo. And say, oh, must always get on about something. So tell me, French, you say. Well, I've never yeah. been to French. <laughs> Never been to French. <laughs> Tell me more about Australia. Okay, and you get an empathy check while you're interacting with oh, them. Oh, cool. Because, um, Does she have empathy? Uh, oh, she should do something. She has deep points, I think. She's good. Oh, explodes. Oh, explode again. Yeah. Oh, okay, so that's ten. So, what, you, you are a good liar, Annabelle. You know, yeah. you, you can spend lies with the best of them. It's yeah. kind of your profession. But you that the story you've given him is kind of weak. It's the best you could yeah. do, but it is kind of weak because what the hell are you doing in Antarctica with no Antarctic gear? Like you're now spinning your yarn yeah. into, you know, your gear got eaten by a polar bear and <laughs> yeah. pulled away, leaving you only with this form-fitting cat suit. Yeah, because yeah. that's how and, it goes. <laughs> you know, you think you could pull it off against a guy sufficiently, <laughs> di- sufficiently, you know, distracted, but yeah. um, Cracker Jack just buys. Every word you're saying, my god, polar bears, yeah, they're no good. Uh, you discovered the thing that the Strange Expedition didn't. Uh, his other hindrance is he is a major sucker. He believes any story fed to him without proof of any kind. Oh, Pete's so, hindrance. Pete has no, that Pete, hindrance. Pete has the lesser one. Oh, Pete, Pete has Pete the... has minus two to empathy to detect people lying to him. Crackjack has the major one, which he believes any story anyone tells him 
regardless oh. of how implausible it is. So I just wow. have to hold that good in persuasion. So, so when well, you're managing to distract him from going outside, yeah. but you don't have to convince him that your story is viable right. because he will believe you no matter what you tell him. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, if you tell him it's that like you're... You're getting the impression, if you tell him that you're a moon princess, you know, <laughs> sent down to breed with him and take your seed back to the stars, he'll believe that, and he'll go on and tell the next person about how a moon princess came down. Oh my god. Bloody hell. <laughs> That's funny. You go to the ship, you open it, you load the parachutes in, you stack yep. them very effectively. M- meticulously, and you know, um, Bernard spends some time being organised and unable to um, do things quickly, even when time is of the essence. He spends some time in optimising their accessibility in, in case of emergency and, you know, possibly putting some little arrow, uh, delicately labelled arrows in to yep. highlight the location of the parachutes. And the three of you that are out in the cold of Antarctica <laughs> oh. can all give me bigger checks. Oh Yay, big arrow. It's oh Jeremy's no. best skill. <laughs> Why wouldn't you dump that figure, am I right? Huzzah! A ten. I passed. I didn't. So Tom and Jeremy are huddled down the snowbanks hiding. Jeremy starts going, Choo! 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 You're getting cold out yep. here. You are in fact starting to freeze because you have not come equipped for Antarctica. Because the last place you left was Egypt. In the middle of the heat of summer. <sighs> Thomas takes off his jacket and puts it over Jeremy's shoulders. Choo! Just, so, a, just a little while longer. Does um, Jeremy take a fatigue level? Oh, sweet. Okay. Alright, Bernard, it, it finally emerges uh, and returns to the two of you. There, that should, that, there, that should um, be safe and accessible in case of emergency. I hope they'll all be alright, particularly Dr. Strachan. So I believe... And, uh, right, and that little Mara girl. That there's, I believe, right, there's some sort of society out there that has these bow and arrow thingies that's right here in Antarctica. I mean, I was looking for New Zealand, but, you know, obviously <laughs> didn't find it. But. You didn't uh, find New Zealand. He found Claire has not returned, I take it. Not yet. Um, I'm hoping that there is some sign. Yeah, um, gone. so um, we would possibly yeah. have arranged some sort of... Yeah, rocks are on at the window. Yeah. Um, Anything yeah. would work. So, like, yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, just flanking off the, by the window. Yeah, snow, snowball flies into the window yeah. and goes, Psh! And, and so you hear a slight yeah. Psh! noise because you're listening more. Yeah. And Cracker Jack sort of looks up as he hears it, shrugs it off and goes back again. So I was very interested in what Oh, look, look. I think I hear something. It might be hungry polar bears. It might be hungry polar bears. That sounds terrible. Do you want me to go out there and give him a whoop? Yes. Yeah. Would well. you, I'm very scared. Would you go out? I can, I can see your, your heart's racing, love, pounding yes. up and down. I think you hypnotised him. You're going to leave him a note or something, right? No. It's not you. She's a, not even a dear joy. She's a cold French spy. She's not cold. Wow. you could have had. Don't worry. Don't worry, love. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of this. I'll go out there and I'll, I'll get them polar bears and, and I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll kill him and I'll skin one of them, right? And then I'll bring you back the fur so you've got something to, you know, cover up that, um, <laughs> cold bits, you know. Great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea, darling. Right. No. I'll just, I'll just go out to go the, out, I, I need, need me, me knife, it's around here. There it is, and, and I'll go out to the, to the door. <laughs> 
<laughs> sort of fumbles the door open, you know, slip out into the cold, right? Yeah. And, you know, shut the door. Should and I should have put more clothes on? Strike me. <laughs> and you guys see him come out the door with a machete in hand, a bow and arrow strapped over his back. He says, Right. You polar bears want that lady's want that Sheila's kit. You're going to have to go through me, and he marches off into the snow. I'm very confused. Why was he talking about polar bears? Does he not know that's the? We don't say. <laughs> well said. That's very gentleman. The thing is. As an expert survivalist, he almost certainly does know it's the Arctic, but he still believes that polar bears <laughs> were here somehow because Annabelle saw them. Yeah, now, in all fairness, this is a man looking for dinosaurs in Antarctica. Are we really going to quibble over polar bears in Antarctica? I mean, Annabelle could have said something like, you know... <laughs> she, could have said, she could have said anything at that yeah. point. <laughs> As long as you say it with breasts. Excuse me for ogling the player repeatedly as I play Crack Attack. Yes. You, you were welcome to wear the cat suit, Yaron, if you so desire. <laughs> Just bring a black widow picture. If, if it was ten years ago, I would have. Just bring, a, bring, bring, your, bring a black widow picture and have that as kind of a, this is what I, I look give like. Give Jared a meaningful look at this time. No, no, in character, though. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so, um, anyway, so um, uh, I, I will um, push for information on how it went. And um, when I yeah. hear how it went propose that you leave the, the poor chap a note stating that um, your, your tour group has returned to, to you and you'll always be grateful for his assistance. You... Sorry, didn't cut you off. So, um, if no one has any objections, we'll tack one to the door of the hut so Crackerjack has some kind of confidence. <laughs> and of course, he has to sure. believe it, no matter how unlikely yeah, it is yeah. that your tour group happened to turn up. Dear Crackerjack, by all female tour group of French <laughs> supermodels. Yeah. Hope to see you again one day. <laughs> Come look for us where the T Rexes are and Yeah. XO XO XO. You know, we see Crackerjack come back a bit later. Um, he comes back with what looks like a big white bear's skin over his shoulder. <laughs> oh my gosh. Some um, poor unfortunate animal died for this. It wasn't a polar bear because they don't live there. But yeah. I think he killed a yeti. <laughs> no, he wouldn't kill a yeti. Perhaps he killed an abominable snowbat, which is a very, whole different, different thing. Comes back, pulls the note off the door. Looks so. Well, don't that be Harry. The ten minutes of the day when your two group shut up, and I wasn't here to see him. All French models. <laughs> Imagine that, mate. Nobody at home's going to believe this. <laughs> I should have taken her photo. Or got her number. Or got her name. Beguiled us with his stories. <laughs> yes. Uh, overnight in the fire. Was yes. one of them per chance is over Frankenstein? He did, in fact, tell you a bunch of implausible stories about how he'd ridden seals here, fought an abominable snowman, met this French model who had been lost from her tour group. <laughs> Excellent. And, and even Pete's like, uh, okay, buddy. <laughs> 
whatever helps you sleep like. Go back to your Australian beers. <laughs> You've been in the Antarctic for a long it's time. It's an Antarctic drop beer. Never seen anything. <laughs> 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 Fell on me right out of the mountain. An Antarctic drop beer, that's totally what it was. Uh, I need another survival check to get back to the time slip. Okay. Dom, save us. <laughs> Please. Don't get it. Jeremy's getting a call. Uh, four. Yeah. So, it's four plus two, isn't it? Uh, no, actually, because this one, you'll get back there. It's only a question of whether you get back there before Jeremy gets a call. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. I'll get one pass. Easy. But Jeremy, by the you get the time slip, your nose has started running, they're frozen solid. It's very yeah. unpleasant. <laughs> but you're largely... Hot toddy, Mr. Wright. Oh, Thank cool. you. <laughs> Just the tea with whiskey in it, and yes, I'll make one for everyone. I'll, yes, I'll so grab my jacket. Ah, ah, good, you're back. Uh-huh. Everybody, on board, on board. We have to get back, back to the future. <laughs> and we see Cracker Jack still shirtless with the with the bearskin thing on his forward <laughs> cape goes out, checks on the checks on the zip. Well, if you two a group are just waiting around for a few more minutes, I could have given them all the lift out of here. Ah, uh, well. Hey, parachutes. I must be smarter than I think. (laughs) (laughs) Time is safe. You've depleted safety first. (laughs) With a completely necessary seduction of crack. Oh, my God. Let's do it now. As I said, there was no way we could have done it. We're heading back to the Rock of Eternity. I'm so glad you're playing with Scooter. We spent some time on the Rock of Eternity helping Jeremy recover from his snippers and generally plotting. Yeah, I, you know, change one of the one of the ether tubes very, very carefully. The case of okay, just going to make sure to take it out carefully, carefully, carefully. Click. Ah, good. That's the good click, <laughs> not the bad. <laughs> they only explode before you take them. Oh yeah, yeah. Once they're out, you just throw them into space. One almost shudders to ask, Doctor Moreau, but what happens if it does was not the good click? Uh, like I said, it'll blow up an area about the size of a tenth of Antarctica. Is the Rock that we're standing on, not about the size of a tenth of Antarctica. Oh, no, no, it's much smaller. I see. <laughs> I was entirely correct. I did not want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. Where to now, esteemed compatriots? Um, uh, let us hope not to France. <laughs> uh, my apologies, Mrs. Sinclair. It is merely that there is... A, a trifle of a spot of bother between our respective great nations. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> well, as it so happens, we do need to stop by France to make sure the Statue of Liberty doesn't collapse. Ah, yes. A vital endeavour, no doubt. <laughs> Why do I give a shit about the Statue of Liberty? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much what I was going for at that time, yes. <laughs> Yes, we must go meet a uh, gentleman by the name of Gaston Lavache. The second. Yeah. Jeremy, you, you literally, you know, met him a week ago, maybe. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. And that's what Paul hated him. Yeah. Oh, wow. Even I know Jeremy <laughs> hated someone, you know, it might have been Lavache. Oh, is this somebody that you've met? Yeah. Uh, yes, we had, the, we had the misfortune of encountering a Gaston Lavache, uh... He was very unpleasant. Yes, I'm afraid he has um, 
rather fond of woman of a uh, certain age. Somewhat elderly persuasion and large amounts of uh, money. money. Excuse uh, me? Yeah. You don't want to meet him. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, I, I believe I do want to meet him. No, no, this is, this is the, this would be the father, wouldn't it? Jared? Uh, this would actually be his grandfather. Yeah. No, no, oh. th- this is his grandfather we're going to meet. Perhaps oh, so, so, so potentially his grandfather may be needing to teach his grandson a, a lesson or two about how to treat women. What? Why, usually I would be fully behind you, Thomas. Uh, doing so would have great ramifications on the time stream. <laughs> Well, you just been wishing for the entire adventure, right? <laughs> 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 sliding his nose a little bit to the left—that's what popped up. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, if you're going to do that sort of thing, do it after we return to the present. Oh, sorry, the future present. The future present. Yes, the future present. After we've fixed things. Yes. Then you can take a swing at the man. Then we can unfix his nose. I'm in less of a capacity to do so, but I'll be sure to help. In, in, in any case, um, Doctor Strange, your um, wife rebuffed him most... Uh, the other Doctor Strange rebuffed him most... Um, you can call her Amanda if you like her, aren't I, I suppose that would... I, I, I prefer to um, use people's titles and it generates an air of respect, but um, I suppose that that would be simpler, yes. Amanda rebuffed him in no uncertain terms. Abanda rebuffed him in no uncertain terms, explaining that she was married. Try Mistress Strange. She is a master of the occult arts now. Lady Strange, I believe, would be appropriate. She is, after all, a member of our own fine aristocracy. She she is a fine woman. You're English and you're titled. Well, just because we didn't behead all our aristocracy We're getting political. I'm standing back on the side. Oh, hey. Wait to the time machine. <laughs> the French I'm required to hate the French. I'm British. Yep. I, I, I'm British, but I'm also internationally internationally um, educated, so I understand all the culture. As someone who grew up with an English English brother, yes. Yes, you are legally obligated to hate the French. <laughs> I, I have to know I'm basing this bit of my character off Sir Humphrey from. Uh, no, 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 Bernard spent yes, a lot of time abusing people of other cultures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, a combination of Grant and, yes, and Sir Humphrey from Yes Minister. <laughs> yeah, I, I figure that Thomas is a little bit more worldly because he would be travelling along with, with Amanda. Yeah. Is he English or American? He's a, he'd be English. Yeah. We're, I think we're but he's, he's yeah. kind of he's a tra- uh, well traveled. I think he's an American actor playing an English guy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, he's he's just really well traveled. I think we've been traveling all around the world with Amanda. Yeah, I think. We're, I mean, Annabelle is obviously French. What is Jeremy? Jeremy is tangents. Uh, right, it doesn't say. I am sure that Jan didn't bother to. Uh, yeah, let's say he's English. So yeah, we're an all English party except for our one token French. English, English would certainly make the most sense because it's um, sort of London based. Hmm. Uh, no, I didn't require an origin. I didn't write it down. Uh, but I think we shall safely presume he is an English. He's twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. But Bernard is extra English. <laughs> all right. 
So we are heading for France. Mm-hmm. But you're, a, you're you're part of aristocrat English, so yes, yeah. that's why. You're, you're yes. And you're playing a butler, so you're about as English as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. I'm I'm I may be aristocrat or a part of aristocrat, but I'm recently part of aristocrat, and I also travel a hell of a lot. Yeah, because yeah, well, you, you you married into the aristocracy, yeah. I believe. Tom Strange yes, is not himself yes, yeah. an yeah. Um Something that's really been puzzling me. Um, which one of you did the name came from? Did you take a wife's name? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the house of strange. Yeah. Right. Yep. So I, 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 I think she'd be very upset with me if, if I, if I gave her mine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like physical wake or something. Yeah. So, so, so what, is, what, what was your original name? Oh, jeez, I'm going to think about this <laughs> one. Wayne. <laughs> siblings and cousins and that's the way name will live on. Yeah. Maybe someday someone will make something of it. Yeah. <laughs> sort of like the Morrison name. Why yeah. one day a Morrison might even be present. <laughs> you have to write that down on your character sheet. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne, Wayne. Uh, Thomas Wayne. Strange. I grabbed um, minis for people. Yep. Yes. I can't oh. remember what Jeremy was using but I'm pretty sure it was Watt Tambor here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sexy Annabelle Sinclair, the Twilight yep. Dancer. Yeah. Manly Thomas Strange, the shirtless oh, blonde I'm brawler. bulky. <laughs> oh man, I got uh, a beard too. Palpatine was actually the bunny that Bernard used. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He, has got a very, he has got a very distinguished Thomas, look. Thomas, uh, Anthony, you can have your choice of the torchbearer or the um, over-robed. Given our tragic lack of Doctor X, given a tragic lack of Doctor X means we don't have any wheelchair guys. No people in wheelchairs, shockingly enough, in my D and D or Star Wars miniatures. I prefer we didn't put that on the floor. Susan, if you give it to me, I'll whisk it off. (laughs) Yep, no worries. I'll let the make it go away. Yep, that's the spirit. If you're doing social combat, you'll need them to check. For shaking, shaking, yeah, okay. Do right. I want to get rid of the cups as well? I assume that you guys have finished with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. hey, I'll take one cup and then I can return back the other. Um, so we're heading to France, God help us all. Yep. At least. So they made it in France and then brought it to America? Yep. Yeah. Okay. But at this point, you're not going back to um, when they were building the statue. Because that's confined within people's lifetimes. You're going back to uh, 1849. Yep, the first founding. <coughs> yep. So, time slip camouflage circuits turn into a lengthy board with a guillotine at the end. <laughs> ah. Not a good time to be an aristocrat in France, I fear. <laughs> I don't uh, think it was a good time to be in France, to be quite honest. And you, of course, see there is only one place in France that anyone can ever go to in a pop universe, Paris, France. No, oh, yes. Ah, Paris, where only the river is sane. <laughs> the Eiffel Tower rises majestically, Annabelle, in the background. Um, this This looks fascinating to you because of course this is yeah. the past of your beloved country the Eiffel Tower looks gorgeous as ever yeah. um, there's a man over there by the baguettes baguettes and garlic for sale baguettes and garlic 
We were back in. Yes, but of course, sadly, Perry is under um, a strict quarantine because of the mime epidemic. Mime? Mime? The day you're not the older. That's all you can say for the life of the poor. Oh my god. No, it's, it's not actually revolutionary era here. So, That's 1799 more. So they're, they're reasonably peaceful? Uh, y- yeah, um, Annabelle, you would vaguely know this. It's basically, um, it's industrialised France. It's kind of in the middle of the Industrial Revolution. <clears throat> yeah. So, from Annabelle's point of view, it's a firm foundation for history to build on. Yeah. Everyone else can roll me common knowledge at minus two. Wow. What's common knowledge? Smart. What do you know about the history of France? Yay! Jeremy, of course, knows goddamn near everything. Yes, apparently do I. Minus two, oh, yeah, so it's nice and a bit of Sixteen. So twelve plus eight is twenty. Minus two. Eighteen. Okay. Sure. I, 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 I got pretty much that as well, so I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know we know the enemy. Yeah. So Jeremy says. Jeremy says. Well, it's interesting that you should say that, because... (laughs) (laughs) As I was studying the diagrams of the old boiler works used in 19th 19th century France... They had a tendency to explode. And of course, you can dictate to these people that, in fact, the Industrial Revolution was kind of a crap time if you didn't happen to have lots of money. Yeah. As foreigners travelling through here, you should have all kinds of papers and pay all kinds of bribes. Or just be suitably French. Um, yeah. But it would probably be best not to hang around for extended periods yeah. trying to live here. Mm-hmm. So, so and perhaps um, Miss Sinclair, let yeah. Miss Sinclair do the majority yeah. of the talking. That was just what she, I was uh, Speaks speak French and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeremy still has two languages. So I'm going to say I also speak French. Yeah, because you spent quite a bit of time in Europe. Dr. Moreau, your instructions send you to uh, Lavache and Sons Architectural Firm, which is located at the corner of um, 3rd and We Main. Um, Whatever the uh, French equivalent of Main Street is. Um, You have come here, but of course that that time sled just ain't quite reliable. Uh, there is no building here marked Lavash and Sons Architectural Firm. Um, where it is supposed to be, there is a <laughs> decrepit, desolate brick building, cobwebs all over it, creaky door rattling on its hinges, and a small hand-lettered sign out the front that says in French, um, Architect. <laughs> I know. French. Yes. Um, it's what they speak in French. This is, this is where we I've never been to French. <laughs> Has anyone at this table but me been to France? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to France yet, have I? <laughs> no. Nobody's been to France. What I know about Fra- actual France, I could fit on a cocktail. <laughs> Fortunately for Pop France, all I just know is yeah. baguettes, snails, get your snails here. Oh, I've, been, I've been to Tahiti, which is, which is uh, a colony French of France. French Polynesia, yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's as close as I've gotten. Yeah. Considering we're going to China, I'm glad you're not actually Chinese, because that's probably going to be painful. <laughs> well, Pop China is evil, too. So. Yeah. Uh, yes, the yellow menace. <laughs> yes, I literally have in my um, in my NPCs list 
Um, you know, there's a bunch of people under mobster, a bunch of people under natives, and a bunch of people under yellow peril. Oh, <laughs> Dragon God. lady, Mongolian warrior, ninja, oh, deadly. Oh. Yeah, but that, that's kind of that's kind of how we roll. The Crimson Emperor referred to himself as leading the yellow peril. Oh. <laughs> anyway, okay. cheap handling, handwritten sign. I'm sorry, Aaron. Okay, so architect. Does that mean we're in the wrong time period? Uh. I'll just uh, check. I can go up and eat it. Uh, paper boy. Oui, oui. <laughs> and I'll use one of my bonus languages as French. By the way. So you, alright, I'm going to save my bonus languages and not put it in French. Give it a free French speakers of the party. Um. Is it weird not speaking every language known to me? I know I ancient man. He gives you a paper. You're a you're a couple of you're a couple of months late. Huh. Late for what? When the business was founded. So we need to go back in time. Uh, I'd rather not. Something seems a bit odd here. I don't recall. What? Why is it already out of business? Because it's never flash business. <laughs> I, I I think that the problem is is that we need to restart the business. Apparently so. Yeah, it's maybe more complicated. You, than we you know, from practice, jumping back a couple of months doesn't often tend to work as well as you might think. You might end up jumping back a couple of years instead. Mm. Trying to narrow your window down is very hard. It's often getting as good as you can get. Yeah, it's um, the time machine can be the uh, um, time machine can be a bit fickle at times. Uh, Oh, so good on the fine tuning. So we'd best just make do with what we have. Yes. Well, perhaps Miss Sinclair could go in. Yeah. And, uh, we, we can uh, okay. pe- naturally follow her, of course, but um, perhaps her uh, communication skills will be an asset to us in finding out what has happened to the Lavash business. Yeah. Um. Uh, <coughs> a moment. I can, um. How does disguise work? Uh, so I can you have master of disguise, so it takes you only a minute or less to put on a disguise. Yeah. So you and you have disguise stuff with you, so you can just dress in whatever um, to disguise yourself. If you can acquire proper props to suit whatever disguise you're going for, your bonus goes up to plus four. But absent of that, you get a plus two bonus anyway as a master of disguise. Um, if I dress like locals. And then went in and asked. Yeah. Yeah. So um, simple, simple, simple country, simple French peasant country wench. Perhaps. Not country. No, I was thinking more like um, maybe a wealthy, respectful um, lady. Yep. Respectable, respectable upper class, upper class French woman of the period. Huh. Good thing you had this frock around. This guy is complete. Yeah. The time of course, conveniently has a nice screen around the back, <laughs> yeah. so she just slips behind. We, of course, see the shadow where we see her go, the cat suit gets hung over the edge. You know, there's a lot of zip, button, button, flaunt, flaunt, oh flaunt. <laughs> comes out looking... This is edition. And she comes out looking like a proper noble. You're the fan. All that yeah. sort of thing. The high, the, the high laced bodice, all that. Or, yeah. or perhaps merely a... Um, French woman of some money who is not yeah. in any way a noble, given yeah. that we've yeah. had the French yeah. woman. Yeah. French upper class. Yeah. 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 Someone with some money, but not like overly fancy or anything. And, and, so. and Annabelle heads towards the. Yeah. Um, Annabelle, you wouldn't by any chance need bodyguards, would you? 
I might be actually better to be uh, just just on my own. Yeah. Questions. Yep. So um, she go up. As you approach the door, um, a woman comes out of the alley next to it. Oui, oui, it is my French accent. What do you think you are doing here? What sort of bull is this? You clear out of here. This is my patch. She is in a very low-cut bodice, but otherwise looks quite nice. So, woman of um, a certain profession. Quite possibly. Terry Pratchett calls them woman of negotiable repute. That's right. You clear out of here. This is my patch. You misunderstand. Um, I, I think I do not. To, um, I'm here to um, inquire about this business. <laughs> no one does business with this gentleman except us. So what's the story here? The story is there's good money to be made here, but not for the likes of you. It is our patch. Clear off, clear off. So I'll um, endeavor to persuade her, I guess. Um, and People get a notice roll here. Yeah. Oh, sorry, we're all here, are we? Yeah, we're, yep. we're all, all yeah. a little ways behind Annabelle. Okay. Because she hasn't actually gotten that close to what the door yet. What happens if we don't... Oh, that's right. Notice you don't have a... notice at Stephen. Oh, I didn't notice, I didn't give Tom notice. No. Maybe, maybe he couldn't afford it. Um, oh, Thomas, you're not going to let me give it some water. <laughs> you, we just haven't got to the skills. Remember, you're the only one who found your way about in Antarctica. Nine. Uh, so, um, does Annabelle make the check, yeah, or is it just the rest of us? No, because she's busy talking to the... Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, there we go. Oh, yeah. That's an explosion. Awesome. Just as well, I'm, I've got a D4. Okay, uh, eight. Okay, so Bernard and Jeremy both made that? Yep. Okay, so the two of you will notice in the alley, there's another woman sort of just leaning against the wall. But behind her in the shadows, there are a couple of um, seedy-looking Frenchmen, of course. They have long pencil moustaches, white and black striped shirts... Um, berets on um, and they are carrying cudgels of some kind that they are tapping lightly on their hands you're, you're betting they're her pimps essentially right, yeah. like so if trouble starts yeah. they're, they're literally lurking in the shadows watching this and then she will actually shove Annabelle on the chest you go on go, go on I told you clear up that of here go apply your business over in the red quarter. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm, I'm coming. Um, I would say um, I heard about this business. I'm, I'm not from here. I'm out of um, town, and I heard about this business. I'm coming to genuinely inquire about. And I'm telling you, no one services the lavashes except us. Big on. Lavashes. Where are they? Ask her where she Yeah. I know where her job is. Your job's not what her job is. <laughs> Alright, so um, the, um, at this point Bernard is going to um, come forward and um, yep. you know, uh, and her attitude to you changes she sort of smiles and flutters her eyelids at you. Um, Hello sir, I may help you. Kindly desist from manhandling the um, from manhandling Lady Sinclair. Pardon? This uh, fine lady seeks business in the, that establishment over there. If you would kindly push off and leave her to it. Are you going to endeavour to bull your way through her with intimidation? I, I, want, I am going to use, Ooh, I want to use Taunter to um, intimidate her into backing off. Uh, you don't get the um, plus two bonus to this because this is not about annoying or infuriating her. It's okay. about getting her out of your way. Okay, so. then I'll just make a, I'll, I'll make a flat intimidate. Yeah. 
Okay, so that's a four to um aristocrat to out so aristocrat. She looks you up and down. Wait, she is uh her sort of leans and whispering here. She is really a lady and not a uh, walker of the streets. Ah. <laughs> you look offended at this. Yeah, I assure you, oh, oh, Lady Sinclair is of the finest breeding. I assure you, Lady Sinclair will not enjoy going in there. But uh, if if you wish, yeah. do not. Uh, apologies, a thousand apologies. That is quite right, Messiah. I, I understand your confusion. <laughs> she, and uh, James and um, Jeremy see her do a little off guys shake 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 at the alley no no not here and they all melt into the shadows and disappear uh, Miss Sinclair I um, believe you should perhaps take Doctor Strange up on his offer it would yeah. appear that the establishment is not at all respectable and a woman of your um, obvious appeal should perhaps not venture into range of lavash without a suitably burly individual at your back <laughs> That sounds like a... Jeremy, Mr. Wright and I can perhaps retain in the alias. Uh, our understandable need to rearrange and Mr. Wright's face might get the better of us. Although, sorry, Mr. Lavash's face might get the better of us. Of course, Doctor Strange shares this desire, but we cannot have everything. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm a man of my honour. I, I, I say that I won't do it, and I won't do it. Unless, of course, he offers... Miss Sinclair, some kind of intolerable insult. <laughs> if he if he asks me to rearrange some portions of his of his facial structure, I will be much obliged. <laughs> Otherwise, I will be civil. I promise. Amanda has taught me some some of the customs of of the international standards. I I I know some things. I'll try my best. I'm not completely uncivilized. Yeah. Very good. So, so we go up. Uh, you want to dress me up in something first? What an offer! No offense, I'm, I'm in a I'm in an outfit for going and. Well, you're supposed to be in, yeah. in uh, un- unless you're actually trying to disguise yourself as something. She doesn't necessarily need to. Oh, okay. But the, so the clothes you are in are not so wildly out of period that people are going to stare and walk. Okay, yeah. as long as I'm as long as I'm going to be fine with my big stare and yeah. you can yeah. be you can be someone. That um, lady oh, I actually, I might, has I might leave my. I might leave. Oh, no, take him with you. Take my spear. Okay. As long guard. as people aren't going to mind me carrying a big spear. You're a bodyguard, so it's okay. Yeah. And it's the pulp universe, so you know, people carrying weapons is more like, oh, he's got a weapon. Yeah. Oh my uh, god, he's got a weapon. As long yeah. as I'm going to be alright. Okay. Okay. So, so you go and you head in, and this building looks like it's pretty dingy. There are actually lights and lanterns in here illuminating the place. Um, there are a couple of clerks sitting round with thick notebooks in front of them, meticulously copying and writing things down. Um, there, it's a little cold in here. There is a furnace going. You apparently come in in winter in Paris. There is a furnace going in here, just to keep with your cold theme. And there is a man standing in the. There is a man standing in the corner, sort of at a very full, busy-looking desk jug of cheap smelling wine in his hand that he is drinking and there is a woman sitting on his lap, hair tousled, giggling away uh, Jeremy and James he looks somewhat familiar to you, it's the same actor that played Gaston Lamarche <laughs> aged up slightly, you know he's yeah. supposed to be about 60 at this point yeah. Um, yeah and 
Hey. Looks up at you. Hey, what do you... Oh, my customers. <clears throat> Puts the bottle down on his desk. It wobbles alarmingly. Sort of pushes the woman off his lap. Welcome to Gaston Navash and Gaston Navash and Sons. Finest architectural firm in all of Paris. Tell me, what do you need erected? I have very good directions. Bloody hell. And now we know who we learned it from. Oh, <laughs> so that's so Jeremy's going to turn to, to Bernard and say, no wonder the family went broke and the son needed to try and catch a rich woman. Uh, we English? I speak English. Come in, come in. Yeah, I think we will all go in it. Yeah, I okay. Yeah. yeah. But you two in their lead is the... Yeah. Put up a chair. Pierre, get out of the man's chair. Backhand floor his clerks. <laughs> <laughs> they push some dusty-looking oh chairs God. up towards you. So, you have come to the finest architects in all of Paris. Uh, this is uh, my secretary, Marie. Uh, Marie, it's Antoinette. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So, just to remind everybody, our goal here is to... Get them to bring up their yeah. standards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their standards seem low. That's <laughs> very low. Uh, is to convince Gaston Lavache too and his crew to firmly establish honest principles in their yeah. dealings. Mm. But I, I, I suspect that, as yeah. um, Dr. Moreau has stated... Keeping them in business is probably... You've come a little late for their founding, and clearly business is not going great. So, what can I put up for you? Can you believe the GM hadn't even considered the amount of puns in being an architect here? (laughs) Really? Really. I hadn't thought of it until the scene just started. The whole entire entire industrial industry is filled with puns like that. So the Statue of Liberty hasn't um, been declared yet, has it? It doesn't even exist. Even the concept doesn't remotely exist. Ah, good sir. I... As you can tell, am a English professor from the um, school of Oxford. We are always recognised an Oxford man when I see one. Ah, excellent, excellent. Now, you see, we've come to your fine establishment because we've heard that uh, the uh, what's his last name again? Lavash. The Lavash uh, industry has a reputation of being the best and most trustworthy and honest architects in all of France. Oh, yeah, you have it right. The Vashes, they are the best in what they do, no? (laughs) Now, as I'm sure (laughs) I've heard... Surreptitiously rolls his eyes and sighs deeply at this point. Every every time he he does something like that, Thomas is like, <clears throat> I, will, I will whisper very quietly to you, the fate of the universe is, I fear, entirely doomed. <laughs> now, as I'm sure you've heard, the Americans have been doing quite well recently and have started to accumulate a bit of wealth. Oh, yes, of course. The filthy pig dog Americans 
We are always used the capitalist wealth to try and get the advantage over France, but we are France! They will never put it off. And I applaud, as an Englishman, I applaud your French nationalism towards your hatred to the Americans. We, everyone hates America. <laughs> Quite right. However... You wouldn't believe the sort of people they will elect to be their president. <laughs> How... <laughs> Oh, wow. However, yeah, it's going out to all you Americans out there. We love you, American <laughs> listeners. I do have uh, information on a project which is coming up. Um, uh, now, Adam, you're breaking the time stream here. Statue of Liberty hasn't been conceived of. Not yet. Not no. until he tells them about it. Oh, God. <laughs> think, of, think four dimensions. Okay, you're, you're intentionally breaking the time stream. Okay, go right ahead. Only slightly. Uh, hey, I, I look around the room at um, his, you know, clerks and yeah. stuff. Uh, uh, yes, so I'm sure you've heard of this project. Uh, perhaps we could speak a bit more of it privately. Uh, anything you have to say, you can say in front of them. Their support, their loyalty is unconditional, am I right? Yes, sir. Yes, boss. We, we, unconditional. Please do not turn the heat down again. Please <laughs> oh do not make us work Christmas work. Day again. Sir, uh, I don't believe you understand the true nature of this project. Not only will it cement France's um, standing as a much greater architectural power than Americans, it will serve to make you quite a bit of money. Yeah, then. Let us talk. <coughs> Business. And, of course, this is about where we're going into social combat. Yeah, if I was a man, I could help him cure his drunkenness with my, with my healing. We don't want that. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone here has healing. improved edges, card uh-huh. edges. I have healing. Um, no, no, no card edges. No card edges. No no. That's right. Bernard had one, but I took it out because it's a little What the? This should be good. Uh, one for him. Gaston and his clerks. Uh, I will get out. Gaston Lavache the second. So he's not the giant pile of rats that his grandson was. No, because I oh. can't afford going and finding the giant pile of <laughs> We use the rat swarm manager. Oh. We didn't like Gaston Lavache. Now, before we start this combat, we should explain to Yoren how this works. Yeah, I haven't done social combat. So, um, just like physical combat, you get cards, you act in initiative. Um, yeah. What you are doing is... Um, you are making arguments to him to talk him into whatever it is you want him to yeah. do. Um, and he will be endeavouring to make arguments back again to talk you into doing whatever it is he wants you to do. Um, the basic way this works is this is where um, your grace comes in. If you look, you have grace, grace and resolve. And resolve. Yep. Those are the equivalent stats to your parry and your toughness. Oh, right. Your grace is your social parry, your mental parry, and your resolve is your mental toughness. So you basically make arguments against him, make attacks with your um, persuasion or your intimidation, that kind of thing. Nice. And depending on what sort of argument you're making to him depends on how much um, damage you deal to him, which involves knowing what sort of guy he is, what sort of thing is going to appeal to him, that kind of thing. Um, And you go back and forth until you take him out, or he takes you out, or you concede. Yeah. 
just like normal. You take social wounds which work just like you'd expect. Um, and he has his little goon squad here, his bureaucratic flunkies, who will gather around and start taking notes and addressing points as you bring the stuff up. Uh, you need to take them out first, because if you don't take them out, you can only ever shake him, not wound him. Right. Because that's what stops you basically focusing all your fire on the boss, socially speaking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The DR. Social DR. So. Mm. Uh, who's... I'll go first. Uh, we can toss the package. Yeah. Maybe if we can blow softly into one of the clerk's ears. Well, I, I was just um. They uh, just seem to be working in a such poor condition. Yeah. Um, do they know that? Do they realize? Do they do they realize what kind of opportunities you're exactly, bringing here? Yeah. Do yeah. they realize you only just had a revolution a few decades ago yeah. <laughs> to stop this sort of thing? So I would appeal to their like um, maybe they want to, they don't know that they can be in a better position. They can have healing all the time, and they can feel, feel free to tell them. Yeah. They, they, comes up to Milady, what can I do for you? Well, you do you do you always work in this condition? I um, mean, it's cold in here. We, Mister Lavash, he says that coal is a waste of money. That he cannot afford the heat simply to keep us alive. After all, there are many more clerks available in France than there are jobs. But this, there, are, there are, the, are a lot better conditions out there that you could be working in. Really? I know, yes. Where I'm from. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yep. I've told them about like the, the heat, heating conditions and um, well, the, nice. the good hours yep. and the workers' yeah. union. Yeah. <laughs> in the DGSE, and, we work eight hours a day, five yeah. days a week. What? <laughs> you get, you sleep at night. Lunch <laughs> breaks. Lunch. 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 I have never heard of this thing. It is a meal you have in the middle of the day. You can afford more than one meal. You must live in a paradise version of fruit. Okay, so this is a persuasion check. Okay, so this. Of course, you add your attractive bonus because so you're hot. That's yeah. plus two. Yep. Oh, oh, there you go, explosion there. Oh, oh shit. Oh, okay, so that's, uh, that's 12, 15, um, 17. <laughs> okay, <laughs> straight up. Okay. So, unsurprisingly, you smash past the minion's grace. <laughs> um, you are then roll. You then get an extra d6 because you've got a raise on that, oh, and then you're rolling your social damage, which is based on how much your argument appeals to them. Which, in this case, is quite a bit. So it's two d8 damage. Okay. Oh, two d8. Two d8. Now d6 plus one. Yeah. Plus the d6. I got so. two d8. Yeah. Uh, okay. Plus d6. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is very likely to take your way out. Oh yes. So that's twelve, fourteen, yeah. sixteen, sixteen. Yeah. And is there a woman like you working in these places? Oh yes, many. <laughs> out the door, <laughs> Mister Lavash. I quit. <laughs> Off he walks. <laughs> Puts his book down and walks out the door. Uh-huh. I do not. I do not want to work in conditions like this anymore. You need to become a better person if you wish to keep your stuff. Throws it down and walks it through the other. I want to be a part of that show. Again, and that was Annabelle's turn. Nice. nice. Then it is Jeremy. 
Um, Clockwork bomb. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, that's my controller. Oh, oh, yeah. On from what? Annabelle did. Oh, the next one. I'll continue that. That if maybe if they went to America, they would get better jobs. We have heard this America is a land of opportunity, but I have also heard that they do very uncivilized things there. Well, if you go to Pittsburgh, you'll be okay. Oh my uh, god. Pittsburgh is a place where they are civilized, they eat yep. snails. Yep. Uh, <laughs> we also have Pete, eventually. I'm not sure how persuasive you are, but you seem a very disturbing man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> he is very disturbing. Uh, and do you yourself are American? No, I'm British, but uh, I've heard really good things about Pittsburgh. I'm sure many people have told you to go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. James. Um, we'll spend um, the time of... So you, you can still aim for Gaston if you're so inclined, it's yeah. just you can't wound him. Yeah, but um, Bernard spends the first round ensuring that everyone in this combat has a hot and refreshing beverage, because we cannot discuss civilised things without one. Um, I'm overall... Uh, no, you don't have to, it's only a physical combat. Oh, really? Okay, because it just says the first round of combat. Yeah, sorry. That's okay, I'll just put... Physical combat. Physical combat. Alright, excellent. Um, in that case, um, yes, I will... Um, I believe um, speak to... Um, uh, yes, I believe I will address Mr. Lavash directly. Really? Uh, let me pour you fun customers a drink. Uh, hang on, I have some cups around here. There we are, there we are, there we are. Yes. This is how we do in France, isn't it? <laughs> Pours four glasses. Yeah. Uh, this One of four for the flavor. Yeah, Bernard will look at the glasses. Uh, Mr. Lavash, I, I have to tell you, if you... Um, your um, firm needs to pull its socks up if you wish to um, obtain my employer, uh, my um, employer's um, esteem. Your uh, decor is lamentable, the ambiance is shocking, and that uh, is not how you clean a glass. That's your, uh, I see great things for you in the future, but only if you improve yourself in the present. And I wish to insult him and yes, uh, roll on intimidate. You can indeed. It's grace. You just take your glove off and slap him into face with it. Oh yes. Oh yes. Damn. 13. Uh, Thirteen plus two is fifteen. And we, uh, I, I do wish for this sort of opportunity. He is definitely listening strongly to you. Uh, you hit him with a raise. So, nice. so 2d8 plus 1 yep. plus a d6. Right. Uh, no, sorry, it's, it's 2d6 for this one, because you're not appealing directly to his heart. Yeah. And you get the extra d6, because you're right. Yes. Uh, 11, 11 14, 12, uh, 16. Uh, yeah, there's... Yep, yep. I, I, I Anywhere around that is fine. Yeah, I... Yep, yep. He says, we are, I mean, I do wish to acquire this business. Uh, I suppose I could clean a few more glasses. Let me, let, let me take care of that. I believe I have some water somewhere in one of these desks. Yeah, let, let me show you how it is done properly, sir. And he will become shaken as he rummages around cleaning glasses. Yeah. But we can't wound until we take out the milk, can we? No, um, but the thing is that that slows him down when it gets yeah, that around That prevents him, him from making attacks back. Well, unless he unshakes. To but. convince you to do whatever he wants, for Sinclair. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is the downside to social combat. If I take you out, I take you. Uh, 
No, but you don't. But the trauma, the mental image can, you know, give you mental wounds. Yeah. Now, can I use my time manipulation powers? Sure. Okay, I'm going to pick out whichever Frenchman I think would be into fine antiques. Yep. <laughs> and go, ah, you sir, you look like a man with a discerning eye. Uh, what can you tell me about this mirror? I was told it was from uh, from the French nobility in the year 1607. And as I show it to him, I attempt to use my temporal overload power. Yep. Yeah, basically, if you're doing something blatantly offensive to him, like smacking him round or shooting him or whatever, obviously they're going to react physically. But yep. this sort of thing, no. Okay, so... What are you doing to the poor man? I'm just showing him flashes... I'm just showing him a series of confusing images of their old past and futures. Oh my god. Oh my god, you're so freaky! <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. I'm friends with you! So what happens <laughs> Uh, let's find out. Power activate. Looks pretty interesting. Okay. Shut down explosion. Okay, so that's the explosion. So he has to make a smart stroll at minus four or be shaken. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. What is this? I remember this bit. My childhood. <laughs> Shake it. Oh, it is your target. Oh, that is so weird. <laughs> what the hell? Welcome to the time travel business. That is them. Oh and you tell Mara not to do it. No, I didn't. <laughs> I told her not to summon things from the past and not to mess with the time stream, but I'm not doing either. It's, um, I'm not sure how much this mirror is worth, but it is, it is very odd. He does eventually tear his eyes away from it. Unshakes for his action, but does not act. Okay. Um, and... Yeah. Other one says to Bernard, Excuse me, sir, but uh, I believe I heard a hint of an English accent there. You look like you are some sort of English butler man. You will find that we do not have any employment for your like here in France, where you have quality French butlers who can produce good cuisine. You English, of course, have not heard this word, cuisine. It is a foreign word. It is from France. It means food that is good to eat. Not boiled agis and spotty dick. That is the kind of thing you make in your town. I assure you, sir, you will find no welcome here. It would be better to return home to England, where you can eat all the dick you want. <laughs> And he endeavors to intimidate you. Yep. Oh, Go home, Englishman. Wow, shit, he did good. Oh, shit. Oh, man. It's been a long time since you've had a dick. Yeah. 16 versus your grace. Alright, oh um, my, my grace is 6, so yeah, that is right. definitely going to hurt. One, one imagines when I explode 6 or 7 times. Yeah. Holy shit. And. Bernard, of course, is actually, um, you know, a, f- a racist Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, 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 deep, and deeply offended. Um, so this is a moderate argument. <laughs> Oof. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez, man, he's going to destroy him. 17 versus your resolve. 
Okay, so my resolve is six. So I'm probably going to make a soak roll here, but how many, what am I trying to soak? So that's... It was just a hit, a raise, and raise. So shaken in one wound. So what's your resolve, sorry? Six. Okay, so shaken at six, um, wounded at ten. It was thirteen, wasn't it? So... 17. 17, yep, so wounded again at 14. So shaking two wounds. Shaking two wounds. Okay, so um, how does this work in social? I spend Exactly the same. You spend a chip, yep. and then you soak with your spirit. Right, so spirit it's focus. Sweet, that's what I'm looking for. Burton's vigour is very poor, the spirit is a bit less. So I, I will endeavour to soak that by reflecting on, you know, the fine cook, the years of fine cooking I have had in the Mala country. They <laughs> 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 do things properly and don't... Um, don't, don't I am, I am, I am, I am sulking over my black pudding. Yeah. Okay, so that is a success. Okay, so, so you absorb one of those wounds and take the other one and become shaken. Yeah. So um, I think this um, Bernard um responds that um, well, of course, in in this country, I believe snails are considered hearty cuisine. And, you know, there's kind of a bit of spit firing back yeah. and forth in this nature. And Bernard just entirely gets distracted yeah. from actually making yeah. any points and starts in an argument about French uh, French uh, versus finest, English cuisine. Uh, totally distracted from what the party is actually talking about. <laughs> Thomas! <laughs> okay, so... I am not particularly good at anything for social combat. Um, I have a D4, however, in persuasion, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give persuasion-y stuff a go. Yep. Because I haven't been given any any reasons to get out my big spear and start smacking people with it. No, we are having extremely rude. Yeah, yeah, and very be. unlikely to accomplish your goal. If yeah. you run these people, something bad no, will happen. No, he told them that he's not going to rearrange anyone's faces, especially not these guys. Yeah. I won't be rearranging their faces. We just want our snails and our corn. No, this, this guy, he may deserve to have a permanent family um, kink in the nose, but that's, that's beside the point. Um, so, what, like, there's two of them, obviously. Um, what I was going to do is I was thinking of pulling one aside and talking to them about a discovery I found in France along with, with Amanda Strange, my wife. Lisa, I understand. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know what kind of historic things would be so around France. People seem to be trying to get rid of the assistants, but we yeah. would actually encourage them to help reform the company. We don't have to get rid of all of them. So um, well, I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of making this one kind of more friendly towards us. That's what I'm going towards. Not okay. not getting rid of them, like making them friendly towards us, so that we're nice company opposed to bad company. Is, does that make yeah, sense? Makes perfect sense. Um, so I'm thinking that um, perhaps there's a historic building which um, carried some treasures of a of a lost count that and it was haunted or something like that. Viking longship. There could be Viking longship. You reckon? Yeah, yeah. I think they had Vikings in France as well. Okay. You tell me it's true. Okay. Um, a Viking longship and um, it's in the coast of blah 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 and it has um, um, beautiful um, carvings all up the sail and there is Oh, it is once rumoured that it was haunted by the ghost of of um, of a of a dead Viking called Longbeard. Two horns. I think we get where you're going. Yeah, um, Go but yeah, I, I describe an encounter that we found that we found with 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 my wife. Um, what's that? That's going to be persuasion yeah. with D four without minuses. Thank goodness. I'm not completely sucky at it, but I got a two. 
forgive me, sir, but uh, your story is, is interesting, but uh, I do not see how it reflects on our present day dealings. I was just filling some time, my lady or sir, whichever sir, you are. No sir, I, I was just filling on some time. Never mind, never mind. <coughs> Man, Gaston's a wild card, ouch. Uh, of course he is. Gentlemen, it is a pleasure to speak with you and uh, you, my lady. I think we can deal further on this, yes. <coughs> On shakes does not act. Yay! Oh, yeah. oh my god! Yeah, very little You're bit. Like a it. it is indeed. Okay, what do you want to do? Next round, we'll leave it be. One more round, and then we'll call it. Okay, yeah. one more round. Oof. Yes. Joker for Doctor Moreau. Joker for Bernard. Oh, oh I geez. figured that was going to fall. Look how much dicks left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we must destroy him now. Yeah. <laughs> this does look kind of like kind of a good position. Yeah. Alright, um, you're gonna need it with your, with your being, being shook on it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna need to endeavor one shake. Do you wanna start or do you want me to go first? No, I'm content to go first. Alright, so. Remember, you guys go in whatever order you like, so you can get other yeah. people to remove the minions or whatever. Yep. Plus two? Is uh, it four? Is unshake but don't axe, yep. but I kind of want to axe. Yep. Um, so I am going to... Do we have the special powers where we can give chips? To um, each other, probably... yes, but you don't have any of Mara's powers. Oh, yeah. so you could get oh, uh, a white one then. If you were alright to give me a white one, that would... Well, I was I was thinking, because you've got two blues, and if you made yeah. me yeah. further down the track. Yeah, that, so. that, that is very yeah. appreciated. Alright, so thank you. No worries. Alright, so um, I, I am, I you know... know more or less gibbering with rage at this arrogant little French <laughs> man, and then I, I see Doctor Strange's manly bearing as he poses I, 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 probably, I probably put my hand on yeah, your yeah, I, th- I think about how you're re- manually refraining from punching Doctor Gaston Lavash's head in the I, I give you the, the stern nod. You know, you richly have it coming. And um, I will endeavour to devastate this fellow with words. <laughs> yep. um, and um, the young... Devastate. Yes. The young... A, a um, simple peasant from your obviously uncultured background may not understand the breadth of what we offer. <laughs> uh, here there's enough of bread in it. <laughs> uh, but uh, there are great opportunities to be made, and perhaps your compatriot, a man of more reasoned bearing, <laughs> would be interested in considering that if the Lavash firm were to reform their act and get with the programme that there would be opportunities for perhaps something in the nature of heating and light to come up to this dismal hovel. <laughs> and um, I'm going to actually make a persuasion check. I'm yep. just Bernard is kind of flavouring it with a certain amount of insults yep, as he yep. works his way back out of the morass he's dug himself into with the first chap. Yep, I thought you were. Persuasion. Nice. Nice. Seven. Eight, uh, nine. Eight, nine. So, Bernard... And you're remembering you're, you're wounded. Oh, yes, so back down to eight. Okay, so hit without a raise. Yep, so Bernard is endeavouring to paint a word picture of the benefits of working for someone somewhat higher up the pecking order yeah, than eight. It's a significant of sense. Uh, 26 argument. Oh, we're back to that, are we? <laughs> back to the singing people. Alright. Seven, eight, nine. So nine to the yeah. fire talk, fire talk, chef. Yeah, in the yeah. end, uh, Mister Mister Levash, sir, I, I suggest you you listen to them. This could be a 
a good business opportunity for us. Uh, things have not been going so well with the recent incidents. No, no. We, I, I think we should listen to that. But, but I am, I am doing my work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Take it out. Take it out. Doctor Moreau, do you want to act or pass it on the next? Yeah, minute? might as well act. I'll go for the last minion. Okay. That's the one that doesn't understand an English cooking better than a French cooking. Hmm? <laughs> out here's the glory the, here's of England. The, here's the confused one. <laughs> you know, you know, my friends, Louis, the last time uh, somebody got all high and mighty like Mr. Lavash and said, let them eat cake, <laughs> she lost her head. And those around her got the chance to have a sudden promotion, if you understand my meaning. Uh. If Mr. Lavash doesn't improve things soon, he may need to, um, how we say, be replaced by somebody of a more forward nature, wouldn't you say? What exactly okay, basically, I'm trying to get around to the point of him saying, um, uh, basically, uh, God, now my head's stopped. What working. goal are you trying to achieve? Uh, basically, I'm trying to get him around to thinking that, um, it's going to happen sooner or later that the standards are going to be brought up. Uh, yeah. But if he's at the forefront of that happening, uh, yes. people will take notice yeah, of yeah. him. So he needs to start working on it. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. So he's the first to do it. Go for it. to his own ambition. Okay. Yes. Yes. Go for it. So what am I rolling? Uh, persuasion, persuasion with what dice? No, the persu- you're rolling oh, with your persuasion. Right. Persuasion. Okay. Okay. So it's not that great, but... Well, because you've got Moxie putting it up by one or put it up by two, that'll give you a raise. So. Okay. So just so. spin the thing and roll an extra D6. Yeah. Moxie's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep, 11. Yep, yep. Oh. Yeah, so that's an extra oh. D6 on the damage? No, you just oh. rolled the extra you D6. You just rolled the extra D6 okay. in one. Yeah. Cool. It says, it says, Wimmershire, I believe you have a point, yeah. The Industrial Revolution is already upon us. Who knows what the next revolution could be? A man of fine, upstanding moral character, standing in the forefront of the architectural business where we could have the opportunity to build great things. Statues, even. (laughs) (laughs) I will will think on this, how we can work this into our company as, how you say, a doctorate. Excellent. His shields are down. Mm -hmm. Go for kill. It's... You. It's all one top. It's me. Yeah. You can, you can hold if you want. And have You've to. got intimidation. No, I don't. Uh, you don't. I don't. Sorry. Got 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 <laughs> do you have smarts? I've got precision and D4. Do you, do you have smarts? 
D6, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do a smarts trick. See if you can get him, um, get him shaken. How do I do that? You do something to distract him in some fashion. Yeah. Keep pouring him extra drinks. Get him really drunk. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, so I, I, I could potentially do the thing of, um, see, in England, when we, when we pour the drinks, um, let me see. We, we have this, we have this little game where one person drinks one, one person, what was it, let me see. Wait, it, it, sorry, let me see, I'm, I'm trying to, drinking competition. Oh, yeah. I'll start a drinking competition with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have come to the wrong country, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one drinks this on the bottom of the table. Yeah, I <laughs> think it might be quite equal. On the other hand, I've started with a bottle of wine, I should have remembered that. Let us see if you can fool me into this. Okay, so drinking, drinking competition. Drunken drunken or monger. Five. Drunken or mongering. Oh my god. (laughs) It says, Sir, in France, we drink it by the bottle. (laughs) Oh my god. There we go. Shake it. He is drunk and rolling. Nice. Annabelle. Thank you for your puppet. Cool. Now, hit him with your persuasion. Yes. <laughs> he has no, no yeah. barriers anymore. So he's like, he's down. He's, he's drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I drunk. just lightly tap his cheek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, if you, you are in this hole, and surrounded by this cheap woman. Right. Oh, it used to be nice both the building and the woman. But oh. if you, like you said, erect <laughs> these fine buildings and even statues, you might be able to achieve greater things. You will go into a bigger buildings and fi- attract finer women. Oh, I love it with your rapture lips around those words. <laughs> Right, so that's persuasion. Oh, We've had whole sessions of this. <laughs> okay, so that's um plus two, right? Yeah. Yep. Seven. Seven. Hits his yeah. hits his grace. Doesn't raise. Yeah. Uh, so that's how he is, is of course a hideous womanizer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you are in fact an attractive woman floating this to him. Uh, yes. Because you are attractive, this becomes an incontrovertible argument to him. That's 3d8 plus 1. <laughs> oh, oh, you are The speaking. hot chick tells him he should do it. Oh my god. Oh, you, are speaking, oh, you are speaking his language. And yeah, like oh, she's, she's hitting all his buttons. She's flirting 18, with him. She's 18, promising him. Plus 1, 19. Okay, so that is... Oh, you're brutal. <laughs> well, I said so much Calling around the hot chick is definitely working out for us. Eighteen. So that is shaken, shaken, and three wounds. It's already shaken. It'll come out the same way anyway because he ignores the first um, wound. Uh, all right, so he will move to three wounds. He will, shockingly enough, endeavour to soak that uh, using his spirit. Actually, he has no investment in this whatsoever. He doesn't? He will refrain from... um, Because it's a hot check doing it. Yeah, a hot French check. Yes. Yeah, I just told you they can... He starts getting getting very interested in what Annabelle is saying. We, I love the way you wrap your lips around that word, irrational. I want to 
Hey, you say Whatever it. it is in French. Hey, you say it again, <laughs> so and again, and again, and again, and again. Oh. <laughs> and starts getting thoroughly carried away with the conversation with her. And the sad thing is he's not actually really, like he's not as bad as his grandson. Oh, really? <laughs> well, he is flir- flirting wildly with Annabelle, who is sort of sitting on his desk. You know, Antoinette goes, <laughs> and a huff and storms out of the building. Yeah. Um, you start. You guys start talking to him about what opportunities could arise for his business. Um, he is not taken out here. He is going to offer you a concession. You will get the result you want, but not in the way you will expect. And that's all the GM will say. Yeah. But I'm not opposing you here. Mm. Uh, 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 do we take that? I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. You can never predict what the French will do. Okay? Yep. Um, so he starts talking to Annabelle about money and power and woman and the respectable yeah. palace that he's going to live in once he's the greatest architect in all of France oh and this God. sort of thing. Um, and while he's doing that, you guys talk more concretely and and basically, while he's listening with half an ear, tell his clerks rather than him. He, he says, "We, oui, we, oui, I want to hear more about what you say." Uh, uh, Pierre, Pierre, je vais, Pierre, je vais take care of the details and nice stuff. And um, what do you think would be good foundations for this business? Oh. Honesty and integrity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Our, our word is our bond. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Show the Americans how it's done. And hey, listen to him again. He says, You know, you are a very pretty lady. Where did my wine go? <laughs> Thomas, you've had like two sips of this, you're like, you can drink it fine because you're <laughs> hardcore, but it's terrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's bleach. <laughs> the, um, the, the French line is um, "vinde table made with real table." Certainly, <laughs> <laughs> You have a good point. I am this sort of man that is destined for the funny things in life. Gaston, Gaston, and a young man, you know, maybe sixteen a piece a day, comes out of the back room, um, sort of ink all over his fingers, looks like he's been working furiously hard, has a model in his hand of this beautiful building that he's fought, that he's made out of little chips of brick and paper and that sort of thing. Um, he looks up, oui papa? Ah, I've decided my son, that it is time for me to retire. This young lady has made me see that the final things in life are waiting for me. And I am destined for greatness, not shackled to this beautiful architectural firm. I am going to turn the business over to you and merely live off the profits. <laughs> so that was a song. You will, you will yeah. do the work, I will get the credit, and I will hope to God that when I have a grandson that he takes after me and not you. <laughs> you, oh you would never end up with a skirt like this. You are going to be here staining your fingers with ink and building buildings where I live off the profit. So oh, we oh. with uh, the Gaston Lavage. That was no good. <laughs> and one that sounds good, apparently. Oh, and gosh. he retires. And we see the, the little scene in here of um, young... of older Gaston Lavache the third, the the, the like, young gentleman you've just seen, looking at a piece of paper, and it's it's you know eighteen ninety, well a little bit later than that, but earlier than that, sorry, it's like eighteen seventy something at this point. It's just Gaston, my son, we have gotten the contract, the Statue of Liberty. It will be the finest thing France has ever built. Every day, as the Americans will see it staring them in the face and know our architecture is greater. 
We must be certain to take care of every aspect of the contracting, that the foundations are solid, that the statue will last forever. Gaston? Are you listening? Gaston? He looks out the door, and there's a little, like, eight-year-old chasing round an eight-year-old French girl who's going, (laughs) (laughs) throwing snails at him, trying to get him away. Gaston Lavache the Fourth, come in here this instant and stop behaving like your grandfather. I want to be like grandfather when I grow up. Then I will cut you out of my will. I will make my own money somehow. You cannot make money chasing women around the world. I bet I can. (laughs) (laughs) We have unleashed a terrible plague upon this world. And you create Gaston Lavache, the character that you hated. What have we done? But Dr. Moreau, you go through all the details of the plug. He's satisfied now. Um, the business is founded on good principles. And when you come back, just you go forward in time, pop back in, you know, 10, 20 years later, just to check on this and find the business is thriving. Most honest architects in France is what they are known as. Nice. It's making a lot of money, and Gaston Lavache II is living like a king. Gaston yeah. Lavache III is working hard, but, you know, is, is reasonably wealthy. Yeah, and presumably, and you know... is about to marry. Oh, oh. Okay. And thus produced Gaston Lavache IV. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. On the other hand, um, I like to think that the um, actually working man of the family benefits from having his layabout yeah. father not not spending all his money uh, yeah. money on prostitutes and his you know useless son going off to romance heiresses and you know can thus get on and become a profitable architect without yeah. the self-weighing yeah. down.